Okay. All right, I think we are finally live. What is going on, everybody? It's his Randall Thor 19, the man with the million. Back again with another Xbox 2 podcast. And thank God we have a very healthy Jez Corden of <laughs> Windows Central because we weren't sure last week, guys. Jez was a little bit touch and go. If you listen to the show, we weren't sure if Jez was going to make it much longer. In fact, Jez was really scared. Like, you know, so Jez, you're here. You're healthy again. How you feeling, buddy? It was it was a pretty tough week. <clears throat> pretty pretty tough. Like what? Ten days for you? You were really two, sick. Two and a half weeks. I was ill. Like, I'm never in my in my in my entire adult life. I've never been that ill. Mm. So I was I was pretty worried, man. I was thinking like, what the hell is wrong with me? And the doctor, you know, I still haven't had the test back from the doctor except for the coronavirus test, which was negative, thank God. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I survived, and hopefully I'll make it through to Cyberpunk. Which keeps getting, getting delayed, and I think it'll probably get delayed again, and then I'll have to wait even longer and survive even longer through this apocalyptic year we're living in. <laughs> yes. How what a great you? year. It was the most filmic year. 2020 is the most filmic year. How am I doing? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, we just uh, just got a new channel member, V Simco. Thank you very much. And uh, for those of you who are channel members, uh, yes, I'm working on an icon and emotes and filmic. Will be one of the emotes I'm working with. Uh, the one and only Colt Eastwood. He's gonna make a lot of uh, emotes for us, so we can have fun, spam them, and chat and stuff like that. So, you know, if you're here, if you enjoy the content, you want to support the channel, a good way is hitting that little join button, that's the subscribe button, and becoming a member. Uh, we got a lot of stuff planned for that. Uh, yeah, but um, I, I've been pretty good, Jazz. I mean, you, you know, like I. Uh, it's 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 a rough year. Every time I like try to look at the news, it's always just very depressing. Uh, mm, but then there's always yeah. Xbox and there's video games and uh, we got the July showcase coming up. And I started yes, playing do. the Messenger, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Which is the footage that is playing right now. Have, have you have you played the Messenger? Heard much about the Messenger? I haven't. What is the Messenger? What is it? Well, we'll talk. We'll talk about, about it when we talk about the games. So. <clears throat> Um, it's like a Metroidvania, like side-scrolling platformer, and it's so fu- it's so freaking good. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll start off the show uh, talking about how I betrayed Jez, only because oh, Jez man. originally betrayed me. He's a betrayer. <laughs> so uh, if you guys don't follow me on Twitter, or whatever, I uh, was actually a, a guest on a couple podcasts this week. One of them, uh, I did a show with. Uh, Drugfeed Games, a.k.a. Nate the Hate and MVG, the Modern Vintage Gamer. Both those guys have uh, YouTube channels. Like, Modern Vintage Gamer's got, like, over, like, 500,000 subs. Like, he's a huge YouTuber. <clears throat> They're both part of oh, the Spawn wow. Wave, uh, the, Spawn, the Spawncast uh, on Spawn Wave's channel. And um, they do, like, kind of a discussion, and I join them to talk about the Xbox Showcase. And we were also joined by the one and only Jeff Grubb, the ultimate insider, Ooh. who seems to know everything about everything, Jez. He's a pretty filmic insider. He is, he is pretty filmic. So shout out to those guys. Uh, make sure you guys go check out that podcast. And then also I was a guest on Gamertag Radio with um, <clears throat> Godfrey and Paris. But unfortunately, Paris wasn't there. And oh. I, was just, I was just getting back at you, Jez, because you did it, uh, you did it months ago. They wanted you first. So <laughs> I'm a little hurt by that. Like they wanted. I mean, I understand yeah, why. Ever. You're Jez Corden of Windows Central. And I'm just, hey, it's Randall Thor 19 YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> sound as good, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I'm betraying you again. 
because I'm going to be on the Escapist podcast next oh, week. The Escapist podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Climbing up in the world, man. You are? Climbing up in the world. Soon, soon we'll be, like, we'll be guesting on Major Nelson Radio. Then we could just replace Major Nelson on Major Nelson Radio. No, that would be... We could, just, we, can, we could become the Major Filmic Podcast Radio. That's right. The, uh, the <clears throat> Filmic 2 podcast. Um, and also, I think you're going to be on RDX pretty sh- soon with like Dealer and Colt and those guys, right? Yeah, I've I really want to do RDX, but man, they record very late, mm-hmm. very late at night. Damn, damn time zone. So we'll have to see how that goes, but hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. So yeah, we hope everybody's having <clears throat> a great Friday. You know, it's the start of the weekend. Uh, you know, shout out to Hazador and Gunstar and Nine Lives, Dark Times. Uh, Miles, who made an excellent uh, prediction video on the Windows Central Gaming channel. Make sure you guys go check it out and sub. You guys go to get to like 10,000 subs really soon, right? Or 10,000 subs by yeah. the end of the year? Miles wants to, he wants to get 10,000 subs by the end of the month. Yeah. That, guy, that, guy is, uh, that guy is ambitious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out to Lethal <clears throat> and Jeffrey Daniel and everybody in the chat. Uh, there's a lot of people here. Binyabek. All the channel members. I see Show Shady. Then right, the messenger is pretty damn good. So shout out to everybody here. Uh, make sure you hit the like button. Share the podcast out. It's ready. The little button's right next there to the you know the the bell icon and all that stuff. YouTube doesn't really good do a good job of notifying people when the podcast is live. So um, Axel says uh, it wasn't Drona. Sounds like Jez was malingering. Were you mm. malingering, Jez? And. Uh, we also have a comment from Splatman. Hey, Randall, just wanted to say you, Jez, Dealer, Cold Eastwood, and Zalker put great videos out there. Thanks for keeping us informed and entertained. Yeah, that's that's what it is. I make my videos entertainment, try to keep people informed of what's going on. You know, like, uh, the times are, they're, they're crappy, right? And, I don't, I, and, and personally, like, I don't want to, like, tune in to get on Twitter and just see constant hate about stuff. Like, if you, if, the way my mind works is like if I hate something or I don't care about something, I just don't entertain it. Like I, I don't care about Nintendo, so I'm not. I don't go looking for Nintendo news and trolling Nintendo YouTubers. It just doesn't matter to my matter to my life. So when I see a bunch of people trolling Xbox and PlayStation fans who talk more about Xbox than they talk about PlayStation, I know deep down they care about Xbox. <laughs> And they, they can say all they want that Xbox is irrelevant and, you know, like, oh, look at the comparisons between Xbox's announcement for the July showcase and the, the game cases for PlayStation. We can compare those on Twitter and PlayStation has more likes and retweets. PlayStation's a bigger worldwide brand, as PlayStation fans love to brag about, and it is true. But yet, I don't know why. PlayStation fans just can't keep Xbox out of their mouths. It's so Xbox funny. Xbox lives to rent rent free in their minds it that sure does they talk about how irrelevant it is but is it really because you're talking about it and if it was irrelevant you wouldn't even mention it but that's how some of these guys get their kicks their lives are really shitty so they jump online and they try to get retweets and likes from a crowd that just does not give two craps about them uh, just kind of got to get that off my chest a little bit. Getting I, off, I, I hate chest. seeing that. <laughs> uh, DJ Hero says, Xbox 2 podcast taking over the podcast world. Yeah, we're moving up in the world. I think, Jez, what, what was the little ranking that you saw, uh, you showed me? It was like the tech. We were like 100 in, on oh, yeah. like Apple or something in the tech podcast <laughs> we're in the, we're, or something. We're in the top, 
<laughs> because SoundCloud doesn't let us have video games as the podcast category. So I put us the technology category, and we are now in the top 100 technology podcasts on iTunes in the US. <laughs> it's weird. It's very weird. It, it's weird. But, yeah. you know, I'm looking into my greatness to a different service so we can actually get the correct category. But, uh, you know, all fun and games. All fun and games indeed. Shout out to Sin Vendetta for the super chase. Says, Rand, I listened, to, I listened to the Nate the Hate podcast with you on it. Great conversation, but it seemed like you left halfway through. That is unfortunate. I did. Something came up like halfway through and I had to go. So I would be talking and then, of course, like eventually it was just like, oh, well, Rand's gone. And uh, yeah, so uh, that's a little bit unfortunate. But I will be back on their show uh, when uh, the you know, the Xbox game showcase, they want me to come back and talk about what we felt about the show. So look forward to that. I'll be sure I'll be doing a lot of podcasts. Uh, I think I already, uh, I'm doing RDX right after the show. I don't know if dealers announced it already, but he's going to go live right after the Xbox game showcase and I'll be there with him. I really haven't decided what I'm going to do. I might do a podcast afterwards. I know me and Jez will do Xbox two the following day. Um, I might go live after I do RDX. I might just make a video. Not really sure yet, but yeah. Uh, Adam says, "Hey, what is up with this Capcom rumor that came out of nowhere? Didn't even didn't even <clears throat> make any radars until your Windows Central video was that skinny, yo." Yeah. So the Dead Rising Capcom thing, that Undead Labs, wasn't that the prediction? I've seen people I ask just, me about I was this. Just, that was just Miles being crave. Uh, <laughs> true, but you want to know something? Here's the thing. I get so many DMs about Xbox stuff. Like, this is what, you know, here's a here's a rumor about Forza Motorsport 8. Here's a leak about all this stuff. Here's this and this and that and other. Someone sent me, a couple people sent me the that that um the video and they're like, "Is this true, Rand? Is is Undead Labs working on Dead Rising 5?" And I'm like, <laughs> "What?" I'm like, I, I mean, I doubt it. I mean, why would they? Like Dead Rising is uh, no pun intended here, a, a dead franchise. Dead Rising 4 did not do very well. It's owned by Capcom. Why would Xbox want to license out the Dead Rising franchise and have Undead Labs work on it? That's kind of like counterintuitive to what they actually want. Like, it, I mean, it's a fun prediction, right? But, but it's, it's more said at the start. It was just speculation and fun predictions. I think yeah. it's more like it'd be, he likes Dead Rising and thinks it'd be cool. Yeah. I don't think there's any, any, any real possibility of that happening. No, it, it was, but it's just, I'm just saying like how people take everything, any sort of news or rumors or speculation and they send it my way and they're like, is this true? Is this true? Number one, I don't know everything that's happening in the video game world. Like I'm honored to think that a lot of you do like, oh, is this true? Like I, I only know the bits and pieces and sometimes even the stuff I do know may not actually be true. Uh, you know, I, I, I but I, I'm flattered, but he was just like, hey, is this, uh, is, is, is this uh is is this dead right they making dead rising but like no i doubt they're making dead rising uh study uh Stadi Caesar cool says, like, um if they had some kind of dlc pack for it because they've do- they've done some like um ip tie-in dlc for state decay like dead a dead rising dlc pack would be pretty cool but yeah no, that would be know. that'd be interesting. Uh, Saji Caesar says, "Those that talk the most play the list." That is sure. There's a lot of people on here that just that just play Twitter. They don't care about no games. They don't they don't care about that stuff. Uh, Angel Press says, uh, "D Batman and Robin Duo Warner Brothers on board with Xbox." That is going to be a topic we're going to talk about. Uh, Darth Paxton says, "Hey, sweet 
Sweet, sweet, love, and merry kill. Supermassive, Quantic Dream, Dot Nod. Those are all independent studios maybe Xbox might be working with. Well, we know they're working with Dot Nod. Uh, mm. But yeah, uh, and uh, we got one from James <clears throat> Moore. Xbox should invest into a commercial game engine as a response to PlayStation investing in Epic. You know, the interesting thing about that is uh, it's, it's weird. We'll talk about it because this is a topic, but really quickly... I, I did see some people saying that Sony now owns Unreal Engine 5 for their $250 million investment, which was basically 1.5% of Epic. I think, um, I think Microsoft has a bigger stake in Facebook. So like by that, by that logic, Microsoft owns Facebook. And I'm like, hey, hey, don't, don't ever look at who owns Havoc and what PlayStation games use Havoc as their physics engines. You know? Oh, God. Because yeah. it would blow your mind, you know? Um and simply gone. Yeah, simply gone. So, uh, with all that kind of out of the way, we're going to talk about the games we've been playing. Uh, make sure you hit the like button and all that stuff. And then we'll get to the topics. We got obviously we're going to be talking about the showcase, July twenty third. The big rumor about Xbox and WB games. The smart delivery information. Uh, Sony investing in Epic. Tencent taking over the world, as Jez tweeted out. T- is Tencent <laughs> coming? Jez is. Are they going to own everything eventually? Because it certainly seems like they're getting, they're they're coming for the video game universe. They got their hands in everything, right? Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit scary. It it's is a bit, a bit scary, scary what Tencent are doing. Yeah. So, um, before we get into all that good stuff, uh, what have you been playing, Jez? I know, I know you're feeling better, which is amazing. <clears throat> uh, you were playing something before uh, we joined, joined uh, we started the show. Uh, I don't know. And I'm not sure if you said you could talk about it, but maybe you could. But I, I don't remember. Um, oh um well first of all before we get into that i just want to say thanks to everyone for the well wishes and you know the the get well soon messages and all the dms and all the you know ads on twitter and stuff i haven't been able to reply to all of them because there were just so many but you know i really appreciate it it really did keep me going like i was i was pretty sick so thanks thanks to everyone for that but uh as for games i've been playing um i've been playing a bit of world of warcraft shadowlands alpha which is you know ongoing interesting lots of cool new features coming to that so pretty excited to get back into wow because you know there hasn't been any new content for a while everyone's just waiting for the expansion now all the cities in wow are dead everyone's sort of taking a break from the game waiting for the next expansion happens every time um but other than that rand i've been playing the new super hot game have Mm. you seen this yeah super hot like delete or something is, is it called I can't remember the exact title. It's something like Super Control Alt Delete or something like that. Um, I'm just gonna look it up real quickly because I don't want to. I don't want to get the name of the game wrong. Um, but oh yeah, Mind Control Delete is a new Super game. It's like a standalone DLC sort of thing. If you own the original Super you get this for free. It's basically a ton of new levels and um, with an upgrade system. Like the old game didn't really have an upgrade system or anything like that. Loads of new weapons and uh, another again with the creepy sort of fourth war breaking storyline and stuff like that. Um, plays exactly the same though. You know, it's it's still super hot. Move move time as you move. You know, puzzle shooter sort of thing. Really love it. I love I love the original and this one seems pretty damn awesome as well. Um, <clears throat> but other than that, I was like. I didn't really feel like playing anything. I was just kind of lying down in bed most of the time. Like I tried playing a bit of uh, the new Diablo season, 
um because that you know they they do the seasonal thing where you you do a bunch of challenges and you can get some like extra rewards and that are only available for that season sort of thing um so i did a bit of that but like honestly i just didn't i i didn't like sitting up for any period of time i was like doubled up in bed in pain Mm. most of the time so that's uh, all i've been playing really is, is super hot um and i only started playing that today but uh man i'm gonna try and start clearing some of my backlog because um it's uh getting a bit crazy my backlog there rand i might like ask people on twitter what backlog game i go and play first you should do that. You should you should put a poll of the four games you want to play on Twitter and let them decide what, what, which one of those is the game you play next. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Yeah. So so if you so basically Super Hot is uh, if you like the original game, like I really like Super Hot, and I like this like kind of expansion or second game or whatever. Essentially. Mm, yeah. 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 Good because I, I I do like Super Hot quite a bit. Um, Super. Super hot. So, I played a couple games this week. Um, I'm kind of uh, waiting for Ghost of Tsushima next week. I hear it's a it's a long game, which is good. Open world. I am I am you know like I kind of I kind of like Sekiro was my favorite game of last year. I don't expect it to be that hard, but like I kind of digging the Japanese vibe and the samurai and of course the stealth elements. We don't get a lot of stealth games anymore, unfortunately. So I'm look really looking forward to Ghost of Tsushima. But this week I played the. And you're gonna laugh, Jez, but please don't. Please don't laugh. I know you. I know. I know you'll laugh. But I uh, tried out mainly because of peer pressure. Because of my friends, I'm blaming Loveboat Gopher and I'm blaming Mr. Black Magic. Um, I played the technical beta for Hyperzone. I believe it's called Hyper Hyperzone, uh, which is no, the uh, isn't it Hyperspace? Hyperspace. There we go. Yeah, Hyperspace, which is the new free-to-play battle royale from Ubisoft. Is it any good? No, Hyperscape. Hyperscape. Hyper- there we go. I couldn't even remember the name. Hyperzone, <laughs> Hyperspace, Hyperscape. Hyper there we go. Something. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. It's uh. It, it was a fun time. It's uh. They they do <clears throat> some they do some very interesting things. Very interesting spins on the battle royale universe, which you know I'm a big fan of. Like, I played mm. eight PUBG for eight hundred hours. I played Modern Warfare War Zones for like three hundred hours. I put a, about a hundred hours on Apex Legends. I really enjoy Battle Royale, mainly because like my friends really enjoy it too, and I like playing multiplayer with them when we get the chance, and it's always nice to have the full group want to play something. Um, so I played it with them on my PC, because it's only on PC. And I will say it's like the first PC game I ever played, Jazz, because normally I only use this bad boy to render videos in Premiere Pro. Your PC is so wasted. It is. Like, and I, I mean, you, no, you but... PC. You could play like Metroid this with ray tracing or, or something. And and there you are, just like using it for editing videos. I'm using I use it to edit videos, and I use it to basically watch YouTube. I don't even use it to really play on PC. And you know what's interesting is I was talking to Dealer last night. He's trying to convince me to spend like two grand on a new PC. He's trying to like you need to upgrade because I bought this in 2017 and it's got an i7 7700K and it's got a, a 1080 in it. He's he's trying to like be like okay Rand we need to upgrade you you need to get like a Ryzen thirty nine fifty X and you need to get a twenty eighty Ti he's, just, he's trying to spend my money Jazz he's he's being like you need to spend like twenty five hundred dollars on this PC and I'm like dealer I'm like I'm not gonna be playing video games on it you know um well, why don't you like spend that kind of money on me so I can have a PC mm, but don't you have a good PC 
I got my, I got a RTX twenty sixty laptop. It's like it's decent, but it's like it's not super pleasant. Like I'd rather just play games on my Xbox than yeah, because it gets so hot, man. Like you could if if you like running a game at ten eighty p on like Ultra or something. Like I was playing Gears Tactics on Ultra at ten eighty p. You could fry an egg on my laptop. <laughs> it's getting that hot. So yeah. it's like I I just. I don't know. I need a I need a real PC, not this laptop thing. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So shout out to Splatman. He says got super hot in Oculus Quest VR. So good. Yeah. People, my my buddies who played Oculus or played super hot in Oculus like love it. Uh, we got Sin Vendetta. He says Ranges. This would probably be an impract. This would probably be an impractical impractical with both of your schedules. But would you both consider doing a live reaction to the Xbox July event? Hmm. Um, what I time is it for what? What time is it? It's like oh, it's on the twenty third. Yeah, I could, I could swing that if you could swing. Mm, I honestly don't like doing live reactions. I just like watching the show and enjoying and just it. Enjoying mm. it. I don't like having to like be you know like on <clears throat> and be like oh we're gonna you know I, I I don't know like I'm not very like a very good person to like. You know, they got the reaction channels out there for when people upload trailers and they get all like excited and shouting and stuff. Like, I would be the worst because I just, I just kind of watch their, watch it stone face and be like, I always like, you um, know, I, I always remember like when Maximilian dude react to Killer Instinct being announced. Mm-hmm. That's like the best reaction video I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And like, he, after, after seeing that, like, it's, you don't even need to see any other reaction videos. Yeah. That's, that was the best one. It's just ended reaction videos, but. Plus, I think um, reaction videos are useless without face cams. If it's just people uh, yeah, talking over yeah. it, I, 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 so I don't really have a good face cam. So it's like I'm, maybe one day when I do, we can we can do that, but not not right now. Uh, Elemental Pino yeah. says, Rand, any chance we could get a teaser announcement for another Ori game at the showcase event? Uh, I would say zero percent. Uh, I don't think moon studios is working with xbox anymore i think they have a different publisher for their new game and i think they're probably done with ori as a franchise yep if uh you know i think uh i i wouldn't be surprised if we don't see any more ori the story kind of concluded pretty definitively didn't it yeah sure did yeah so um yeah who knows hopefully because it's a really cool little franchise but I don't know. No, I don't think there's any immediate plans for that. KY Bob says, I have an interesting question for you too, with Sony now being a minority holder in Epic Games. Do they still have to pay for the Unreal Engine license or do they just get to use it? Well, isn't isn't the Unreal Engine license pretty much free at this point? No, it's not free for corporations. It costs tons for a big corporation. I don't think this means Sony gets it for free by any means. I think it just means like they get to work more closely on some things. They get a seat at like meetings and stuff like that. It's kind of like how Microsoft does a lot of work with Facebook because Microsoft has a similar minority stake in the Facebook corporation. That's like like a legacy thing. And like we often see things like there's an Instagram app for Windows 10 and Microsoft did all the Facebook gaming things with Mixer and stuff like that. I don't think those things would happen if Microsoft didn't have a stake in Facebook. I don't think there'd be an Instagram app for Windows 10 if Mark didn't have a stake. So it gives them some room to maybe do some special partnerships and stuff like the tech demo. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I, I don't, it's not going to hinder Xbox, but like you got to remember that Xbox, like 
is a major, major purchaser of Epic Games on Real Engine. So, well, yeah. Like, well, like does, pretty much all their games use it. Does any of like Sony's first party even use Unreal Engine? I think maybe the I only one that does is maybe Days Gone, if I remember correctly. Maybe Sony Bend used it for for Days Gone, but on you know Naughty Dog uses their own engine. Uh, <clears throat> Gorilla uses the Decima engine. Uh, I forget what what Sucker Punch uses, but uh, for the most part, I think most of Sony Studios all use their own internal engines. Now maybe that could change, but I, mm, I don't, I don't see that happening. So, um, um they, <clears throat> Epic games also has some very powerful networking tech, which they use for Fortnite. Um, you know, we don't really, you don't really think about it much, but Fortnite's actually a pretty complicated game mm-hmm. to, uh, run as well. It does, even though it looks like, you know, a Pixar movie. There are some like special cloud stuff that Epic Games has as well, which might be, be might be of benefit to Sony strategically. Um, but I don't know. It's uh, but I don't think it's going to hinder Xboxes anyway. No, I don't think so. Christopher Hart, the Sony dude. I see this guy always in uh, the Iron Lords podcast uh, talking about PlayStation, how they're going to dominate. He says Sony getting Epic is huge news. Um. Yeah. I'm. Um, uh. Sure. I mean, Sony giving them two hundred fifty million dollars and getting one point five percent of Epic is huge news for Epic. <laughs> Not so much for Sony, yeah. but uh. Either way, thanks for the support. And Beaner eight one two seven says MS should at least try to get NetherRealm or ensure Street Fighter Six is multi-plat. Sony won't try to make it exclusive if Microsoft's going to take away Injustice and Mortal Kombat. Uh. We'll talk about all that stuff in regards to Warner Brothers in a little bit. So, um, back to Hyperspace, right? That's the name of the game? Hyperspace, I believe. It's actually Hyperscape. a lot of fun. Hyperscape. Hyperscape. Hyper- I, I forget this. Hyperscape. <laughs> Hyperscape. There we go. Um, it's actually a lot of fun. It's kind of like you're, you're like plugged into a Matrix-like thing, and it's a digital uh, world, and the way like the world breaks down as like the circle encloses, it's not a circle. They just kind of get rid of these sectors. Uh, it's really fast-paced, especially in comparison to the other battle royales. They have like these things called hacks, which are abilities. So you can you have an ability that like shoots you up in the sky, or turns you into a giant ball, or m- turns you invisible. So that kind of separates it from all the other kind of uh, uh, you know shooters or the battle royale games. I know Apex Legends has abilities, but they're kind of tied to characters. This one, the abilities are like scattered throughout, and the way you like upgrade mm. weapons is like. You, you'll find, like, a minigun, right? And it's, like, level one. But if you find another minigun, you confuse it, and then it becomes level two. And you find another one, it becomes level three. And every time you do it, it has, like, it'll increase its ammo count and then do more damage. So it, it kind, the game kind of removes that whole, like, inventory management that PUBG has. But one of the cool things about it uh, is the way it does the revive system. Uh, usually, you, you know, in BR, you die. You're You're done. But that kind of changed with Apex Legends, where people could pick up your card and call you back in. Then Modern Warfare had it where if you died, you go to the Gulag and you fight to come back. And if you do, you're back in the battle, or your teammates can buy you back. This game, you can come back as many times as you want, as long as there's a spot for you to come back in. So, when you kill another player, their portal to the world is open. And if someone's dead on your team, 
All they got to do is go into that spot where that player died, and you can revive them. So there have been games where, like, I died five times but got revived five, five times. So all you got to do is find another spot where, where another player died, and that's your revive point. It's really cool. Um, it's only on PC. There's rumors that it's launching on uh, July 12th for the Ubisoft Forward uh, thing, like right afterwards. But it is coming to console, uh, I think they said this summer. So I'll definitely be interested to uh, play that on console when it does come out. So that's what I played. I, I played quite a bit of it, mostly every night during the beta. Yeah, um, uh, I don't like battle royale games because the whole inventories thing and you know having to wait a million years after you die and stuff like that. But that sounds like it's more something that might appeal to me. So I well, yeah, because be- you're always you're always doing something. Whether you're you're you, you like you you land, you get your guns, and even if you die, you're not watching because you're 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 spectating. You run around and you can still do good things for your teammates. You can mark players. So you're running around, you can tell your teammates where people are, you can mark them. You can be like, "Oh, there's a weapon over here if you need to upgrade." And then when you find a spot where someone died, you can get revived back in. So it really kind of keeps you involved into the flow of action where like the other battle royales kind of like you die, you're out, you know what I mean? So that, that was really mm. cool. So um, that's what I played, and as uh, the other game I played was the one that is currently being, uh, you know, showed on screen right now is the Messenger, uh, which finally came to Xbox because it was out on Switch and PC, then eventually came to PlayStation. It's out on Xbox, came to Game Pass day one. Uh, it's a retro kind of like eight bit, also kind of sixteen bit. Uh, there's this kind of cool mechanic that you get later on, dude. It's fa- it's fantastic. This game is great. If you like. Those kind of eight-bit side-scrolling uh, games, you have to play this. It is so freaking good, Jez. Like, just kind of look at some of the footage right now that's playing, and you'll like it. it controls so good. The music is phenomenal. Like, I, I really, really like this game. I think the messenger is is I'm incredible. Going to buy it then. I trust you. Well, you don't have to buy it. I mean, it's in Game Pass, but hey, you do you. It's it's, oh, really, it's in Game Pass. Yeah, it came to Game Pass day one. So why is everything everything gay pass? It's just crazy. Yeah. Uh yeah, Melweezy okay, says the messenger is a spiritual successor to Ninja Gaiden. Uh oh, and it kind of yeah. does uh look a little a little like that. So uh I really like the game. I highly recommend it. Uh shout out to Dirt Griggity, who I will be on his show. Uh we bleed green uh Monday after the Xbox uh showcase on July twenty third. He says, "Will Xbox fans that will Xbox fans that stuck around through this underwhelming generation be able to flip the their flip the bird to those flip floppers after July 23rd?" Uh, <laughs> I would I would imagine like you're basically saying that is the show going to be good enough where like a lot of the people that left are going to be like, "Can we come back?" And Dirt's like, "Hell no, you can't come back." <laughs> um, you tweeted out that you're really really excited for. The showcase coming up, Jazz. I am. I am really excited for the showcase. Is it because um, you're just excited, or is it because what you're hearing from your peoples, from your sources behind the scenes, is getting you excited? A bit of both. I don't. I don't know, like the full layout of the show, but the, the little fragments that I've heard here and there has got me pretty excited, man. Mm, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit, and then we have one from Woogerman. I always see Woogerman tweeting on Twitter all the time. He's a good dude. Make sure you follow Woogerman on Twitter. Uh, Phil Spencer mentioned in the last couple of interviews that all access will be critical for the launch of Xbox Series X. What are your thoughts on this? Um, I Yeah, I mean, like, we live in a, <laughs> a, a time period of super economic uncertainty. 
Uh, I just saw some report where like 30% of the people couldn't pay their mortgage or their rent for their housing this this past month. Jeez. And it might only get worse. So you want to be able to offer something as cheaply as possible and subscription plans work, especially if they're low priced. Now, Series X will probably be on all access, but I would imagine if that system is $500 that it the the asking price will probably be like $40 a month maybe, maybe $35 a month, so a little bit little expensive. But if Microsoft can loss lead on Lockhart, sell it for two ninety nine, but then offer it in Xbox All Access for like twenty bucks a month, like hey, for twenty bucks a month you can get Xbox Series S and two years of Game Pass, and Game Pass comes with all these games, and it's only twenty bucks a month. I think a lot of people might be like, you know what, I can afford that. I can afford twenty dollars a month. Uh, I don't necessarily, I don't have a TV that does 4K right now, so I don't need the Series X, or well, I don't really you care about that, you know? Oh, okay, inside scoop. Well, I've heard that, like, do you remember when that Xbox One launched in 2013, mm-hmm. and when there was this big contentious issue over the fact that they only launched in a small subsection of the typical Xbox markets? Like, they didn't have Xboxes available in every market or nowhere near as many markets as sony did with the playstation that's going to be i've heard that that's going to be different this gen i've heard that it's going to be a global simultaneous launch in every market that xbox is currently in which is going to be a vastly different landscape to what the original xbox was in and also xbox all access will be expanding to as many markets as possible as well which is like when you go on amazon right now it says xbox all access is all sold out because um they sold through the stock of consoles because of the pandemic faster than they expected. And it's not just consoles either. If you go, if you go on like Amazon and try and find a headset, for example, like all of Turtle Beach's stock has sold out. Like a lot, a lot of like gaming things have just sold out because they, they had like a set amount they wanted to manufacture and they just, you know, they all sold out. But, um, you know, it's uh, when they all come back online. They've got like new consoles to sell, and Xbox All Access will come up, come back online. It'll be on Amazon. It'll be on Best Buy. It'll be on like all these different platforms, and you know, uh, it's going to be pretty filmic. It'll it will be uh, pretty filmic. Um, so we got another uh, super chat here that I am getting to. Uh, I Silar eighteen says, "Hope everyone is having a very filmic day." Also, Mister Rand, how are the Ferrari payments going these days? Haven't heard about it in a while. Yeah, Jez says I have a Ferrari, you know, because of my YouTube millions. Uh, <laughs> that is uh, the furthest thing from the truth. Uh, I, I would love to have. Uh, <laughs> You've got two Ferraris. I would love to have uh, Jez's uh, Window Central millions. You know. For just writing some articles and editing some stuff, that's got to be it's got to be pretty easy. You know what I'm saying? You know, just oh, let me just write some words and oh, okay, let me oh, maybe you, you missed a word here. It should be big. Give me my millions. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. And um, BM James twelve says thoughts on Phil's comments on games releasing on current gen, but not holding back Xbox Series X versions. I'm torn on myself. Torn on this myself. Did you see that interview today, Jez? I did see the headlines, but I actually didn't read it myself. Yeah. Um, he basically said that uh, exclusives are counter to what he thinks video games should be. 
uh, that, um, you know, like their strategy of releasing, you know, a game or whatever on, on both platforms and, uh, is like what gaming's about, like inclusivity and all that stuff. Like, I don't exactly have the right, the quote in front of me and he's, he's very passionate about him. And if you know, Phil a hundred percent, he believes that, right. Cause I've talked to him about that. Like he, th- he does believe that. And I know people will point to it like, Oh, well he's being a hypocrite because if he truly meant that, uh, then Hellblade 2 or whatever will be on PS5 if he wanted it. You know, if he really meant that, that it should be everywhere or whatever. Or, or, well, look at his comments about Halo 4 where he said, like, you know, the benefits of, of a game being exclusive to the platform and stuff. And it's like, I get that, you know, but at the time, like, you know, Halo 4 came out. He was his head of studios. You got to go along with what the talking points that your boss put out for you, like Don Matrick. I mean, Phil's also one of those people that was... Talking about, uh, you know, the Xbox One DRM when it launched. You know, you can't really go against your bosses at that point. But now he is the boss. So, yeah. and, like, I know the when, guy. When you're, in, when you're in a big company and you're part of a team, you all have to pull together in the same direction, you know. If you're trying to sell a product, you have to pull together in the same direction. You can't just be like, you know, I'm going to be a rebel and go against what my boss says. You, you just can't do that. Yeah, so... so. I know, I know he, he 100% believes it because I know the guy. And now he's in a position where, like, he can enact policy for it. Uh, and I think there's other reasons why, you know, like, the games are cross-gen. And I think at some point the cross-gen will end. But at, but they'll still, if you have an Xbox One, you'll still be able to play Hellblade 2 because it'll probably be streamable on xCloud and you can play that through on your Xbox One. Um well, that's that's the that's the thing. It's like, even if when the Xbox One S dies, they'll just become X Cloud nodes, you know. So it's like they're not they won't be leaving anyone behind. Even when GameCore takes over as the main way of developing games, because the Xbox One doesn't won't have GameCore, but it will have X Cloud. So even if you don't want to upgrade to next gen consoles, potentially you'll still be able to stay in the ecosystem. Yeah, which is which is more which is more what he's talking about when he says stuff like that. Well, I got to give a big shout out to the fourteen hundred people that are already watching the show. Uh, we really appreciate each and every one of you here. Uh, if you're enjoying it, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe if it's your first time here. Uh, I hope you enjoy it, and you hope you stick around. Uh, I know the channel's been uh, growing a little bit here lately. Been making a lot more videos. People seem to like it, so more people are discovering the channel, which is always great. Which means more people can discover the Xbox 2 podcast, Jazz, than the filmic podcast. The most <laughs> filmic podcast around, as Jazz would like to say. <laughs> uh, it's really funny how this whole filmic thing is taken off. Yeah, you love it. You absolutely love it. So we, we're, like, we're going we're gonna to end up building up our own memes. I know, right? Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's, let's transition from the games so i recommend the messenger i can't wait to learn more about hyperscape uh we're gonna be talking a got xbox game showcase you got, you got the name right. i know finally the the fourth time so we we i did talk about hyperscape so i'm gonna start with ubisoft because a game leaked from there from them today and there is some predictions and uh uh we have for the ubisoft show so far cry 6 jazz leaked today uh from 
from the PlayStation Network, of all places. It seems like Microsoft <laughs> and Sony are kind of uh, leaking games back and forth. Like, Microsoft leaks Kingdoms, Am- Kingdoms of Amalur, and then Sony leaks Far Cry 6. Um, are you interested in Far Cry 6, just judging from kind of the key art? Uh, <laughs> judging from the key art, like... Um... I'm a huge fan of Breaking Bad. I'm a huge fan of Gus in particular. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that that fact alone is really hype. Um, and also Far Cry is kind of... it's Far Cry has become a game that's defined by its villains over time. Have you noticed that? Yes, very much so. so it is very much about the villains. Like, Vaz set the tone in Far Cry 3. Far Cry 4 was... I don't even really remember, to be honest with you. I think Troy Baker played somebody, and I don't really remember, which maybe is why I don't really remember Far Cry 4. But Far Cry 5 was that uh, Joseph Seed and his his family, and those were all great. So yeah, you're right. The Far Cry is kind of defined by the villains, and he's going to be an excellent villain. Right? Yeah. And uh, I saw an interesting tweet from... Oh, man, I can't remember his name. I am really feel bad about that, but... Um, someone basically noticed that the kid that Gus mm. has in the picture has a little scar above his eyebrow, which might imply that it's a young Vass, like a prequel sort of thing. That would be incredibly interesting. I did see that tweet as well, and I think, didn't the voice actor for Vaz say he might come back? Is this a way? Yeah. Will, like, will the end of the game basically kind of... Sh- shift forward in time and show this young character become Vaz? Yeah, that would, that be, would be interesting. That'd be in- they need to do something. Like, here's my thing about this, right? And it's the same... Ubisoft had a bad week because Assassin's Creed Valhalla leaked. Did you see Did you see those leaks about the Assassin's Creed? Yeah, I didn't... I saw that it leaked, but I didn't watch. Yeah? I kind of didn't want it... I didn't want to see, like, this grainy footage because I'm really excited for Valhalla. So I didn't want to ruin it with sort of out of context footage, because like a lot of people were like DMing me saying, "Oh my god, it's downgraded." And I'm just there like, "Oh man, how can you say that when it's taken off screen? You don't know if it's downgraded. You need to see it. Pro- you need to see it properly in all of its filmic 30 fps glory." But you know, um, yeah. Poor, poor Ubisoft. Everything, everything of theirs leaks all the time. It's it's Far Cry leaks, <laughs> yeah. right? Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay leaks, and then everybody that you you see on Twitter is like, "This game, it looks horrible." And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "It looks exactly like I thought it would look." Uh, hello, what do you think Assassin's Creed Valhalla was going to be? It's Assassin's Creed Odyssey essentially, but in a Viking setting. And yeah, it's an early build. Uh, I I did I did see a lot of um, people try to put off or put it out there that wow, the Xbox Series like they were trying to say that this was the Xbox Series X version. Oh, right, trying to say, look how sh- look how shitty the Series X version is. Like, listen, I kn- <laughs> I knew it was gonna leak because I knew people playing the game. Like, I I, I knew people who who had the game and were te- like, were playing it for you know impressions and stuff like that. So guess what? It ain't the Series X version. That was the PC version. But of course, all these haters that got Xbox <laughs> in their mouth, they can't they can't stop talking about it all day every day. Um, but, but it's like, you know, look, don't let the truth get in the way of a good lie, you know? So it's just like those people kept on going on about how was the series X version and whatever. But, um, gotta give a shout out to sin Vendetta. He says, man, Rand, I love how you and jazz have just embraced the term filmic. 
Still waiting for those shirts, Jez. You have to make t-shirts now. Oh, we have um, to make filmic t-shirts? Yeah, yeah. filmic t-shirts. Shout out to Gaming Forte, who's been doing work on YouTube. Changing up those thumbnails. Like the new style, buddy. Uh, make sure you guys go check out his channel. Uh, great show, guys. Love the positivity you both have. Although, you know, he's a Destiny fan, though. So, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he, he does like Destiny, and he plays it all the time. And I always give him and Lord, Lord Cognito of ILP uh, crap about D- Destiny. But, hey, you know, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Uh, Johnny Patton says, out of all the behind-the-scenes things you guys have heard for the July show, has any of it been a game that has not been speculated about at all? Um, I mean, I don't hear everything about it. Like, I just hear a couple things. Like, I don't, I, I'm not someone who claims, like, I literally know the entire show. Uh, and if, if there wasn't a game that was not speculated about, it would be a secret, which I'm sure it is a secret. You know, there are secrets or, or, or something, you know, like... It's kind of a weird thing, but Jazz, have you heard anything that's for July that's not a game that's been speculated to be there, I guess? I know that Microsoft's keeping a lot of the show secret, even from its own staff right now. So, you know, if anything does come out, it's going to be, you know, leaked from a very high place. Mm. So I think, um, I think a lot of this show probably won't leak. I would say. Well, you never know. It might. Third party. Know. Third parties might leak. Third parties sometimes got uh, loose lips. Loose lips sink ships, right? That is true. But you know, I'm I'm kind of hopeful that it doesn't leak. I want to be surprised. I want to be you know blown away. Like I say, I've only heard um, like little fragments of the show here and there. Like nothing what I'd call like a full blown whole leak of the whole show or anything. I say I don't know like maybe like. 10% maybe of it right now. Mm. But um I don't know. I'm pretty excited, man. Pretty excited. Pretty excited. And Eric Popovich says your friendly neighborhood Nintentard here. Apparently Crisis <laughs> will launch on Switch first. Um Yeah, Crisis got delayed for next gen consoles and then I think they did say that it is coming soon for the Switch like this month. Mm. But maybe those were, that's what the screenshots were on the Xbox Store page were from the Switch version. Uh, that would make a lot of sense. Uh, I, I don't know. Like I'm not really interested that much in, in Crisis Remastered. I played it on the 360. I kind of would be interested in a new Crisis. Maybe this, this is what it's all le- leading up to. But back to the Ubisoft. Um, are you looking forward to this thing on, on um Sunday, or are you just kind of like we've seen? We've seen. Far, we know Far Cry Six is here. We've seen Hyperscape. I've seen gameplay of Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs Legions. Like, what are you truly going to surprise me with, Ubisoft? Like, wh- how do you feel about that? I um. Well, I want to see the gameplay. Like, I want to see how they're going to change it up. I'm hoping because Ubisoft had that whole thing where they were like, we need to do more to innovate in our games because they had that whole thing like you know the Ubisoft formula and people were getting sick of it. And, you know, even now I'm sitting there thinking, I didn't even fully finish Far Cry 5. There was just so much stuff in it. Like, how are they, what are they going to do to change it up? Like, you know. So I'm curious about, even though, like, I love Gus, the actor, I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> I've never read it. I've seen it written, but I've never read it pronounced. So I, I don't know how to pronounce it. And I don't want to mess it up. But um, I'm gonna, just going to call him Gus. Mm-hmm. And, um... Obviously, I'm hyped about that, but I need to see what that gameplay is going to be like because I like I really enjoyed Far Cry Primal the way that changed things up. Even though like a lot of it didn't 
land perfectly. I just appreciate that they tried to do something different. So I'm hoping that they do try and do something different again because Ubisoft Formula, I'm still feeling fatigued from it. Yeah, th frankly. that's that's the problem with a lot of their games and even some of the things that they've mentioned about trying to fix is that a lot of their games are basically the same. They've took all the things from all their games and put it in everything. Like Assassin's Creed Odyssey has all the same stuff as Far Cry New Dawn, which has all the same stuff as Ghost Recon, uh, you know, Breakpoint. And, and it's just like a lot of their games just feel exactly the same. And I think people are starting to, like, feel the fatigue of that. And, you know, I, I, people probably say the same about Assassin's Creed Valhalla and uh, hopefully Far Cry doesn't have it. I don't expect Far Cry 6 to to change things up a lot. So the only thing I'm truly interested in with, Far, with, with this Ubisoft show is... Splinter Cell and Sam Fisher? Is it time, Jez? Is this like do I do I get my hopes up, or or am I going to tune into the show and see a, a Splinter Cell mobile game, card game of some kind with Sam Fisher? Am I going to be let down once again? Will Ubisoft just cut my heart out once more? Maybe it'll be like a Splinter Cell photography game, like Pokemon Snap. Oh Splinter Cell Snap. That'd be oh sweet. God. That'd be sweet, buddy. Uh, Sherman Jacob says, please tell Jez to pull some strings and get Forza 1 to 4 brought to back and pat, pay to renew the licensing. I doubt that'll ever happen. Ooh, yeah, that's just problematic. Yeah, Those, that won't ever that happen. Whole licensing, that whole licensing thing. Yeah, the licensings are very tough. Emmanuel A1 says, Lost Odyssey 2 or remake? Please tell us, Rand. Uh, I would... I, I doubt that very much. I know people want Lost Odyssey to come return. I just don't really see that happening. So, yeah, I don't see that happening either. It's, it's a shame, but it is what it is. Yeah. So, um, Halo news, Jez. Uh, Halo Three Halo coming news. to PC on July fourteenth, and I don't know if you saw the quote from uh, Phil, but last year was their best year ever in terms of revenue on PC for Xbox Game Studio, and that yeah, obviously the opportunities come up and. They're interested in more, you know, acquiring more studios for more content. Seems like Xbox Game Studios is rolling. Sea of Thieves still in, like, the top five after being on a month on Steam. Six, six weeks now. Being uh, doing pr pretty good. Um, and they're teasing, they're teasing, they were teasing even more new content for Sea of Thieves today as well. Like, that, that get, Sea of Thieves is, like, such a redemption story. Yeah. Like the way it's launched in this sort of bare bones sort of way. And then just grew and grew and grew and grew, and then captured the imagination of a lot of streamers. So it's been cool. It's been cool to watch that game evolve, even though like I still can't get into myself. Yeah, I just I, you know my, my one thing with that outside of like really no story, even though I know they added it was is the combat's just so bad in that game. Not the ship to ship combat. Ship to ship combat is amazing, but the sword and the yeah, guns. The sword and the guns player. are just is just yeah. awful to use. I don't like, yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah. Um, so look look out for that. Halo 3 finally on PC July 14th. And then after that, I think they only got Halo 4. So they might have all the Halo games out on PC before Halo Infinite comes. And I was kind of a little bit curious to see if that would actually happen. And then, of course, in their update, Halo Waypoint, uh, they did say that the only game that we know for sure that is going to be at this game showcase is... Um, Halo Infinite, and they said we'll see the first look at the campaign. Do you think that means we won't hear anything about the multiplayer, Jez? 
They were very specific about it being the campaign, weren't they? Yes, they were. They were very, very specific about just being the campaign. So I guess probably not. Hmm. Um, they could do that separately. Like the fact that like Halo multiplayer is really probably where the real longevity and meat of the game is. So I imagine like they could do that like a separate event that just focuses on the multiplayer that may be. And goes really in depth. I think that'd be cool. I also think they're taking a little feedback for how pe- how people did not like the rollout for Gears Five. Because you remember how much backlash they got for going to E three and showing off Escape instead of the campaign, oh, yeah. and then having to kind of shift and show off a trailer at Gamescom right away for the campaign. Uh, I so yeah. I think I think they learned from that and we're like, hey. People want to see the campaign. But of course, like you mentioned, Halo's also a huge multiplayer franchise. And there are a lot of people that also want to see what the multiplayer is going to do. Um, there's a little bit where in me where I'm like, what if they just show the campaign, but then they're like, and as for multiplayer, we'll talk about that later, but you can play it right now. There's a demo on the store or a beta on the store that you can download right now. That would, that would be fire. If they that would that, be. Right? That would it's be like, that. It's a bit like wishful thinking. It does. Eh, I mean, <laughs> here's the thing, though. They've th- they three four three promised after the debacle of Master Chief Collection that there would always be a public beta for every Halo game going forward. They did it for Halo Five Guardians, which was a year before release, a true beta. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you're thinking, here we are in July, the system. Series X may not come out until November, and if you know, the rumors are true, maybe it comes out in October. There's, you know, there's not a lot of space in between doing a beta here. What would be the perfect time to get people hyped? Like you saw the campaign for Halo Infinite, and you know what? You can go online and fight in the multiplayer right now, and that's kind of the beta and what's going on. I, w- I, I, I want it to happen because I want to play the multiplayer, and that would be such a great announcement. But we'll see. I. They have to do a beta at some point, and this would kind of be a big thing. So, um, so yeah, that's 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 kind of I'm I'm gonna be making my preview video here soon about what I expect to see at this show, and we'll we'll talk about all that stuff, and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, Christopher McKay says, "What are you hoping for as the just one more thing moment at the end of the July show? Studio announcement or something not on the radar at all? What do you think, Jez? The one more thing moment." Does somebody come oh, up behind man. Phil Spencer and not and like you know tap him on the shoulders? A Batman? Does Batman come up and tap <laughs> Phil on the shoulder? What if, what if Phil's just dressed up as Batman? What if Phil opens up the show dressed as Batman? <laughs> that that'd be that. But realistically, <laughs> would they end the show with the studio announcement? Nah, unless of course it was a gigantic studio announcement. But I I couldn't see that. I think um, I can what I, what I can realistically see being the one more thing is Fable tease. Yes, I think I think the show will end on on Fable 100%. Um unless of course Microsoft has like a big hey, you know, you know what guys? We heard your feedback and multiplayer is free on Xbox. Ooh. Dropping Xbox Live Gold. Dropping the Xbox Live Gold. You can play multiplayer for free. Now, would you do that as the end announcement, or would you want the end announcement I, to be Fable think, and a game? Yeah, I I think, like, end on Fable. and op- If they're going to do that multiplayer thing, open with that. That would set the tone for the whole show. Mm-hmm. You know? um, 
But, you know, that, again, might be wishful thinking. No, you never know. You never know. Uh, Let's see, what else? We got uh, one from Jeffrey Daniel. Any chance the rumored Mass Effect trilogy remake could be an Xbox exclusive like the original Mass Effect? I would say the chances of that are zero. And it's not a remake, it's just a remaster. Uh, I know a lot of people think it's a remake for whatever reason, but it's just a remaster. You know, 4K, 60 frames, you know, stuff like that. So, uh, you can probably expect that launch sometime this holiday. Uh, Sin Vendetta, Rand, you're going to see Sam Fisher in a new Raymond game before you see him in a new Splinter Cell game, right? That that is my <laughs> that is my uh, my fate. Probably, see, I want to see a new Child of Light of Ubisoft show. I know it's not going to happen, but like a new Child of Light that'd be yeah. very interesting. It was very good because I remember the developer of that or the creator said like Ubisoft wasn't interested in funding games like that. And judging from the recent output, that's true. Uh, Fume says July 14th is Halo 3 on PC and Gears 5 Operation 4. Lots of Xbox stuff going on in July. There certainly is. Uh, P Diddy Pop the Pity Puff says no one take no one talking about compulsion or undead in July. Well, Jazz was talking about undead. I, I saw a tweet from you about that. Yeah, I said um, I would love to see State of the K three like with super high quality is what would you know make me really hype more than anything. I think, mm-hmm. but um, it might be too early. Like the t- this team's still working on State of Decay too. Like they just announced like an overhaul of the the vehicle physics, which is hilarious. Which is cr- which is crazy that the game's still getting like significant upgrades uh, a couple years yeah. after the fact. Uh, Gunstar, shout out to you, buddy. He says, "Does Rare have a second new game? I think so. You mean like another one outside of Everwild, which we'll see at the show, like a, a third game? So they have Sea of Thieves, they have Everwild, and something else. Do you think that's possible, Jez? Like, do you think they're?" Cooking up maybe something a, there in one of the barns? Maybe a smaller game, possibly. Possibly. Like, um, if, we're, if we're imagining that like Everwild's a bigger game, maybe mm. they've got like a smaller smaller project, like a, you know, something the size of Battletoads, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of creative people at Rare, as you might imagine. So I could certainly possibly make a smaller game. But I, d- I think like... With Everworld and Sea of Thieves, like Sea of Thieves content generation seems to be ramping up. It doesn't seem to be slowing down. So like they're trying to grow Sea of Thieves and capitalize on the success they've had on Steam. And also they looks like they're gonna be trying to um, you know, make Everworld a pretty significant game too. So I don't know if they've got enough people to make like a third biggish game, but who knows? You yeah. just don't know. That's the thing about Microsoft these days. It's like they've they've been on such a massive hiring spree. Like I follow I follow people from Playground Games. It feels like every almost every day they're advertising some new position at Playground and stuff like that. So Playground is growing. See, uh, Rare is growing. A lot of the studios are growing. Yeah. Uh, Clutchman says if they continue acquiring studios, four AA to AAA games per year is looking more and more likely. And uh, I mean, it's all about content. It's all about content coming up. And who's gonna have it, and where you can get that content, and and uh, that that is the yeah, battle. That is that is the battle for everything moving forward. Um, let's see here. Moving on from that, um, you know what? Let's talk about uh, smart delivery because this was an interesting thing that came out because it, Microsoft has been talking about smart delivery. They've been kind of nailing it home about how uh, developers and publishers uh, can basically offer um, like. Free upgrades for if you're cross-gen, right? Now, this stuff will only really apply for the first couple years of Xbox, uh, well, the new systems. 
But uh, VGC had an interesting um, article about this, uh, that next-gen game upgrades should be free, and that uh, Xbox has told developers that they cannot charge players to upgrade their current games to Series X versions as DLC as an alternative to its free smart delivery scheme. Now, what that says to me and how I read that was basically, say... Ubisoft puts out Far Cry 6. And I know Ubisoft, the Far Cry 6 leak has basically that it's a free upgrade if you get it on PS4 to PS5. But assume that that didn't happen. Well, let me use a different game. Let me just say Batman. The Batman game coming up from Warner Brothers. That they put it out as um, an Xbox version for Xbox One. But then they say, if you want this upgraded, you got to give us $15. That is what they're saying they cannot do, right, Jez? Like, it can't just be yeah, like, so, yeah. you give us that. Um, but then they go on to say that um, uh, companies that work on cross-gen games have been encouraged to offer both current and next-gen versions at no additional cost, either via Microsoft's own smart delivery, which, you know, Cyberpunk is doing, uh, I think Dirt 5 is doing, uh, smaller games are doing, Microsoft's doing with their own first-party titles, or publishers own schemes like ea has dual entitlement which is if you buy fifa or if you buy madden within a certain time frame you'll get the other next gen version for free um but it says but that goes on to say that developers and publishers who choose not to support smart delivery can still offer owners of current gen games a discount on purchasing a second next gen version of the game on the microsoft store so third-party publishers could also charge for physical game upgrades via their own schemes uh, via retailer promotions. And you know what? That is exactly what Grand Theft Auto is going to do in Rockstar, right? They're going to be like, here's this Grand Theft Auto Vi 5 version that's upgraded for next gen. We're selling it separately, but if you own it on the 360 already, you can maybe get it for half price. Do you think that's how they're going to do that, Jez? Yeah, I would imagine so. This is all because they, there's, there's just like a push within the industry to increase the price of games, isn't there? Yeah, the seventy dollars stuff, right? Yeah, so like, how do you how do you manage that shift when you're still selling games on the cross gen? Um, and that's sort of what I guess a lot of this stuff is about. So like, yeah, um, it's gonna be annoying for for a year or two, but afterwards we probably nobody will care about it. Well, yeah, because it's the the cross gen stuff's only gonna last for a couple years. So yeah. it's only it's only really going to be big here this year and maybe next year and, and then it'll die off. But yeah, um, I, you know the the method that Two K is doing where it's like, um, well it says here Xbox developers who don't support smart delivery have the option of selling two game cross gen bundles in a disc or digital form, which includes a separate Xbox One and Series X version of the game, and that's the method that Two K is doing with Two K One, where they don't offer any kind of upgrade. For current gen owners getting into next gen, they're basically saying if you want both versions, you have to buy this hundred dollar version, and you'll get mm. both. It's kind of a little, little, little shady. <clears throat> I would, I, I think. Yep. It, it, well, I think like they, they know that they can, they can get away with that with sports games because for whatever reason, nobody complains about the microtransactions and all that stuff in sports games. Hmm. Mm. So maybe they won't try that with some of their other games. But I could be wrong, or maybe I'm being naive. <laughs> well, Jez, I just I wanted to 
I just want to give a shout out to the 1,540 people that are here, which is, I think, the most we've ever had live watching the show. That is truly filmic. So (laughs) you are all very (laughs) filmic and beautiful people. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Uh, If you're enjoying the show, hit the like button. Uh, that would be great. Uh, if you, you know, like we've been doing the show for 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 a while. We've been building up uh, the podcast, the channel, and the community here. It, it's nice to see people really uh, respond and uh, like the show, isn't it, Jez? Because it is pretty filmic. I mean, do you ever think when we started this three years ago that we would have fifteen hundred people watching live no, to hear I, what I me and you know. have to say about stuff? <laughs> a couple no, definitely. couple nobodies out there. You know, I mean, you're not a nobody. You're 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 the right an editor of Windows Central. I'm just a YouTuber. I'm I'm just a YouTuber. (laughs) A YouTuber with your Ferrari. Yeah, my Ferraris. Uh, Shout out to Mel Weezy. What game do you think Xbox will tease in August? So we're gonna talk about that in just a minute uh, because we did a uh, I did a video about that as well. So smart delivery stuff. Um, Yeah, it's it seems like Xbox wants them to offer. Uh, you know, as free as possible. And to think about it, like, it's it's actually probably in Xbox's best interest, monetarily, to not offer for free. It's in Xbox's best interest, monetarily, to let developers charge for that. Because if they do, yeah. Xbox takes a cut. They take a cut. So you would think, as a business, Microsoft would much rather resell you their own games like oh you got halo infinite on the xbox one well pay us again for halo infinite on series x or you know what ea you can charge you can charge for both because we're gonna take money from both of those we make money on all this stuff so monetarily you would think that's what they want to do but of course it's not always just about the money sometimes it's about microsoft's um microsoft's key performance indicator isn't money anymore it's engagement engagement they, indeed. Just, they just want people bodies more people more people more people and like the more people they have they can hit a critical mass and the money will come afterwards it's all about that engagement and it's the same strategy tencent's using which i guess we'll discuss in a minute and tencent like it's just about the engagement right now like they just they just go they're going after games with massive audiences like path of exile and like we, we never you never hear about path of exile being talked about but it's like this massive free to game and you know that's the kind of game Tencent want is because they will just want more, more people, more people, more people. Because eventually they'll just have this sprawling platform that they can push their streaming service on, and that's kind of the same strategy Xbox is going to go for with XCloud. Yeah. A zero PC says, uh, "Do you think we'll see Beyond Good and Evil t- too soon? I hope we see it at the Ubisoft show, but there's rumors that it's really kind of hit uh, development tell uh, a lot of problems with that game supposedly. So we'll see." <laughs> And uh, shout out to the friendly neighborhood blue shell for Jazz using the word filmic and giving me nightmares of 30 frames per second. Shooters, races, and fighters for next gen. Puke, puke, puke. Thanks, unhappy devil face. You know, there's a lot of people that don't like that filmic talk, Jazz. The 30 frames per second. I'm one of them. But you know, I've come to embrace the filmic meme, but not what the filmic stands for because I don't want 30 frames per second. I want that smooth 60 frames. You know. I know, I know, because you know what I said. You know what I said to Jez the other day. I'm like, man, uh, I can't wait to play these 60 frame games on my Series X. And Jez is like, imagine all the jaggies. 
He's like, I want it in 4K and 30, so I don't have to see those jaggies. And I'm like, oh my those god, damn jaggies, man. Those damn, damn jaggies. Um, let's see what's going on here. Um, so you know what? Let's just jump into the Xbox Game Showcase stuff, right? We got the Game Showcase stuff to talk about, the Warner Brothers stuff to talk about, Sony investing, you know, 250 million in Epic. What's Microsoft holding back in August? The PS5 new game cases. Where is the only on PlayStation branding, Jez? Where'd it go? Because it's not on the box no more. <clears throat> it's almost as if God of War is coming to PC in August. Wait, are, are you, are, are, you mean, saying, are you saying God of War is coming to PC in August? Did you just say that? What? What? What is that? Is no, that inside information? I, I, is God of War really coming coughing. to PC in August? Just, is that? Oh my God! No, 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 just, just, just coughing, man. Oh, just, just coughing. Just coughing. <laughs> God of War coming to PC in August. <laughs> <laughs> just a cough, man. Just a cough. Just cough, but, uh, cough. You know, it's uh, you can't say only on PlayStation if it's not only on PlayStation, can you? Mm. And uh, you know, they are bringing more and more games to PC, so I guess that kind of sets the tone for what Sony's going to be doing. And they're going to make a lot of money on Steam. They're going to make a lot of money on Steam, so it's uh, it's a good thing for Sony. It's a good thing for PlayStation fans too, because it means they'll have more money to make more games. Mm. So uh, yeah. No, I don't, I, Horizon Zero Dawn on PC at 30 frames per second for that filmic experience. For the filmic experience. Now, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say I don't know anything about God of War coming to PC in August. August would be a good time to launch God of War PC, but I don't know anything about that. What are you talking about? I was just coughing. God, God of War. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, back to Xbox Game Showcase, July 23rd. Microsoft finally announced it on Monday, and surprise, surprise, Jez was right. The week of July 20th. And then you also said the 23rd in your article. Once again, uh, your leaks are impeccable and, 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 and always usually mostly right, except for like the career system that Xbox was doing. Still hold that against you. Um, <laughs> that, that was, that, they were working on that though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, they, actually, they and actually, and actually, a lot of the features from that career system are now the Game Pass Quest system. So you know, you know what's funny yeah. is that you already have people saying uh, they're going to tweet out that uh, cough, Jazz, that it was the most informative cough, cough out there, <laughs> and that you're the source. You're the source for this oh, this great. this rumor. So what rumor? It's just coughing. Co- just a cough. Uh, whatever. The mo- yeah. <laughs> Either way. Uh, so we got the game showcase coming to us <laughs> on July 23rd. July 23rd at 11 a.m. Um, yeah, the only game we know for sure, like we mentioned, Halo Infinite's going to be there. We don't know anything else. Um, I, w- I, w- I wonder if you can kind of fill in the blanks here for us, Jez. Will third party be there? Yes, third party will definitely be at the showcase. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how big we're talking. I don't know if like we're talking indies or big publishers, but I do know there is a third party contingent to this show. So do you don't know like how many third parties will be there? It's just probably just the marketing partners or whatever. Because... Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm sure they want to have like some big, big, big names there. Maybe like Game Pass ties in tie-ins and stuff like that. Maybe announce some like big games that are coming to Game Pass in the near future from some of the you know usual suspects or maybe mm. you know. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know the details. I just know that there's third party there. Okay, so there's third party there, but mostly <laughs> I would imagine this is going to focus strictly on Xbox Game Studios, more so than previous like E3s. Crap. 
Like that's kind of a good uh, assumption there. My so let me ask you this: like the length of the show, are we looking at half an hour? Are we looking at forty-five minutes? Are we looking at an hour? Are we looking at an hour fifteen here? What's your read on that? I have no idea. I would I would hope that it's a longer show, like E three sized. We re- I really miss the fact we didn't have a real E three this year. Mm. Like, it's it's funny when when they said like E three E three was cancelled at the start of this year. I was like, oh well, that's the end of E three, you know. But now I'm like, bring it back, please bring it back. I yeah, want it back. There's there's there, there's this. <laughs> I'm just looking at the games that Microsoft might announce this year, and like Fable. Considering there hasn't been a new Fable. Uh, in a long time, over like 10 years, that announcement would have brought the roof down from the Xbox fans in attendance. Because yeah, Fable is a beloved franchise. And, you know, if, if the initiative did show up, which we'll talk about how they probably won't, and if they were doing Perfect Dark and seeing <clears> what that game looks like, or even just like starting the show off on a, on the right foot with Halo Infinite, you know, people would have been super pumped. And it's going to be... You you kind of do lose a little bit a little bit of that without the crowd cheering for some announcements. Like you lose that <clears throat> moment of Keanu Reeves coming out and telling everybody that they're breathtaking, or just mm. surprise things that can only happen on a stage and not in a digital format. Um, so you lose some of that, and and we've talked about this before, but like I really <clears throat> do miss E three. Like this whole like every publisher is going to have their own thing has just kind of been awful. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like you. It, the whole like Jeff Keeley Summerfest thing, like I and I, I have no issues with Jeff Keeley whatsoever. I like the guy a lot. I I like what he's doing with the with the VGAs, but this whole like Summer Games Fest thing has just not been really good. Just because all the announcements are completely spread over the course of time, you have <coughs> some people announcing stuff in late May, Sony doing early June, EA doing something in like m- mid June. Ubisoft doing something in July, Xbox doing something in July. It's everybody seems to just be so scattered. When it would, and it's like <clears throat> I was thinking, like God, I'm choking right now. Sorry about that, but um, yeah, it's like with E3, you know that there's two weeks to watch for announcements, but with this thing, it's like, do I even bother watching this? Is it that important? Is it is it their E3? Like you, the branding is off. Like you don't know if these events even matter a lot of the time. Like I like I never watched the E E A event, but like everyone everyone said it was terrible, mm. and um, <clears throat> you know, I'm sure like E three was just a great brand to say like yeah this is our E three show you know what to expect from that what what do you expect from Summer Game Fest you don't know what to expect from that I haven't even watched any of them so I want E three back bring it back please bring it back next year yeah. Uh, Julian S- Silva Jr. says, We know Microsoft will show Series S in August. Will it launch with Series X this year? We talked about this last week a little bit. Um, we both think there'll be a slight launch. So the X launches first, and then Lockhart launches a bit later. Yeah. That's the current rumor. The current rumor is Lockhart is set to launch a little bit later. They won't yes. launch simultaneously. So you launch Xbox Series X for the hardcore, and um, <clears throat> if you don't, want to pay that much then you can get lockout later on i mean i I still think it's going to be a staggered launch we'll see though like i i god i really want series x now because my one x just is just 
sometimes when I play a game, it just sounds like it's gonna die. Like I want, I want, like when the games start releasing in October and November, I just, I don't want to have to wait and be like, well, I'll just wait for these games and play them on Series X. Like I want, I already have the system. Um, yeah, but- I'm, I'm, uh, I'm using a One S right now. Like my One X is in Germany, so mm. I'm here, man. Mm. JD Gamer says, mean. "Will Sony put their games on Steam or Epic Store?" Well, I think Horizons on Steam right now, but is it also on the Epic Store? I'm, I want. I think they'll probably put them on both. Like they're not, they're not going to go exclusive to the Epic Store because that that is the that is the opposite of what they want to do. They want to sell the games. Put the Epic game on the Epic Store. They ain't going to sell as much. So you don't, you, don't, you don't think Sony wanna... Sony giving them two hundred fifty million is also Sony being like, well. We're also going to put our games exclusively on the Epic Store so we can help build up Epic and get more money from our investment. Well, I think ultimately, Sony investing in Epic is a smart thing to do in general because <clears throat> eventually Epic's going to sell and they're going to sell to Tencent oh, because God. Tencent already owns half of them. So, like, Sony will get like a huge return on its investment um, either way. So. That was a pretty safe bet by Sony to invest in them anyway. Are you okay? Your cough is coming back. I don't know, man. I'm alright. You sure? You sure? <laughs> you sure the podcast isn't making you sick? Nah, yeah, I'm. I'm fine. Okay, I'm just. I got I'm... something stuck in my throat. Like, I don't know what it is. Well, if you need to clear your throat, make, just mute your mic and try to clear your throat. Uh, Sin Vendetta <laughs> says, "I honestly haven't bought a physical game since Dark Souls Three in 2016. So look in the new cases. Game cases don't matter to me at all." Um, and Chaos Might says, have you heard that Sony lost a lot of transactions history where people lost their games with no proof of purchases? I did see people talking about that today, but I haven't looked into it myself. So I don't really know much about that. Like if it was Xbox, I'd be like, oh, like looking into that stuff. And I would be talking to the people at Xbox. I know being like, what, what's the story on this? But, um, yeah, I, I did see some people talking about that and, but I, I just don't know anything really about it. Um, so back to the game showcase. Um, do you just explain to the people why you're so hyped, Jez? Because you know you, you you talk to me and, and you get me hyped. And <clears throat> are, do you want to be the person that's like temper your expectations for the show? Because we've been saying that for a while. Like an inside Xbox comes along and it's like, guys, 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 it's inside Xbox. Don't get hyped. Or like it's E3 2019. Always- don't get hyped <clears throat> or whatever. Like, is it time to get hyped for an Xbox show? Like this is. The first kind of, you know, the the the, fir- the first footing for next gen is it is it truly time to get hyped as Xbox fans to see what Xbox is doing for the future, or Man, should people I, hold I back? I don't want to be the guy who says get hyped for it and then disappoints everyone. Mm. So I think it's, well, wouldn't that be on Xbox if they disappointed <clears throat> people? Well, yeah, I guess. But like as I say, I don't know the whole show, so like I the things that I do know have got me hyped, but maybe. The little things—that's all there is. <laughs> so, I—I uh, I think tempering your expectations for any show is is always a safe bet. But I personally, personally, I'm letting myself get excited for this one just based on the little fragments that I've heard. So, if I'm disappointed, that's my own fault. But it's up to you whether you want to get hyped. I personally am deciding. I'm making the conscious decision to get hyped. So, Microsoft, if it's disappointing, you're going to disappoint me, me alone. <laughs> yeah, but now, now, now you had like fifteen hundred people and more going to listen to this show, and they're going to be like, "Man, Jez is hyped. I should get hyped too." And then, oh great! If Phil, if if uh, you know Phil Spencer and team delivers a subpar show, 
they're going to be like, you know what? Jess from Wendell Central said I should get hyped, and uh, it was bad. Uh, <laughs> and, and I feel the same way as you. Like, I don't want to tell anybody how they should think or how they should think. But, like, for me personally, if you're ever going to be hyped for a show, it's this one. Because what else is there? And if, and if they can't nail this show, then you clearly can't really be hyped for any shows in the future. Because, like, this is the one. Like, they've been holding off on announcements since, you know, the last couple years. It's always like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, studios, we bought them. They need time. Yeah. Sure, okay, I understand that. I'll wait. Well, you're starting a new generation. You can't go back to the wells of, well, here's, here's Sea of Thieves DLC and State of Decay 2 DLC and Minecraft Dungeons DLC, the type of stuff they used to do. It's like, people want to see new stuff. They're, they're, they're sick and tired of just only seeing a game that's going to be launching that year and not seeing... Uh, essentially what Xbox might be doing in two years. So me, like you, I'm getting, I'm letting myself get hyped for this. Normally I'd pull back my expectations and be like, nope, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm setting my expectations low. And if they over deliver, whatever, like this one is like, I'm hyped because Xbox needs to nail the show. And if there's ever a show to get hyped on, this is the one. And if they don't, realize that which i think they do i think they know what kind of position they're in to get re- people really excited because that's what i want I want people to be excited about this upcoming generation you know like a lot of people as i said on gamer tech radio they're not going to look back they're not going to look back fondly on the xbox one gen at least i'm, I'm not going to look back fondly on it like uh, oh, yeah. or you or it was amazing game, game hours you I hate no, 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 one. that, 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 but that has nothing to do, but that has nothing, PUBG, me putting 800 hours into PUBG is literally nothing to do with Xbox. I don't though. care, man. No. This, this is so, this is like that, this is like that meme on Steam where people are like, this game sucks. And then it comes up with, this person has played this game for 1500 hours. You know, no, you I'm, I'm not, no, no, shit. but that has nothing to do with, PUBG's got nothing to do with Xbox. Well, I'm just saying you've had fun with your Xbox. No, I'm not saying I haven't. I'm just saying when I look back about like this gen and then versus the 360, like the 360 gen was much better because Xbox had better games that they did themselves. And sure, I, when I look back, remember how PUBG was exclusive to Xbox for like ages? I, PUBG because it was a game preview game, and I remember yeah, and, being like the frame rate in this game sucks game and everything looks like Play-Doh, but it's so good because it's, it's Battle Royale. You know your what I mean? Your game of the gen was a timed Xbox. No, 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 no. PUBG, it, PUBG, deal with it. PUBG no, is no. not game of the gen. Absolutely not game of the gen. It's your, it's your game of the no. gen. No, game of the gen is goddamn Arthur Morgan <laughs> and Red Dead Redemption Two with a very close second with Kratos and God of War, sir. No, but you you put eight hundred hours into PUBG, so that doesn't matter how many hours I put into it. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, if you were to said, hey, what do you want to play? Red Dead Redemption 2 right away or more more PUBG? And you know what I did? I said, screw PUBG. I'm playing Red Dead Redemption 2. (laughs) Yeah, but then you went straight back to PUBG. Sure, because I finished Red Dead Redemption 2, but that doesn't mean anything. It it means everything. See, Red Dead Redemption 2 and God of War are like the thousand dollar meal that you may have once a year or maybe never it's like you you spend that money and and the steak is is amazing and the lobster is ridiculous and that's that amazing meal PUBG, as i've explained before in this podcast and the games like that are freaking two dollar mcdonald's hamburgers that you go to all the time because that they're super cheap and they're just inexpensive 
But those quality things, those are the stuff you pay for and you, you remember. Nobody remembers the McDonald's burger they had last mm. week. That's what PUBG is. That's what Hyperscape so, is and all the so, other stuff. So like you're projecting some kind of insecurity. I'm not projecting any type of insecurity. <laughs> <laughs> I will look back fondly on this gen, actually. Because I like, I've had so much fun playing Monster Hunter and stuff like that, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, I could have. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying there's not. There weren't great games this gen. I'm talking about like from Xbox. Like, I don't think they had a great gen. But and it's time to like kind of start this this new one off. Great. So. But leave last gen. Last gen. I don't care about any of their exclusives. Last gen either, really. Halo three gear. The gears. I don't care about Halo. You don't. I don't care about Halo. All the best games on Xbox last gen were multiplayer. Your Dragon Age Origins, your Mass Effects, all my favorite games last gen were multiplayer, and you know, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, whatever. We're moving on from that. Oh, you're getting me heated here, Jez. Um, shout out to the friendly neighborhood Blue Shell. It's official. Rand told us to be hype. Time to get hype. Hope the Xbox show is good because the first major show of the generation is the most important and sets the tone for the entire gen, just like 2013. It's not. It is really important. It's usually not the best one. Like even you look at like Sony's, theirs wasn't the best in 2013. Their best one was you can argue 2015 when they had the the, the show of dreams or the E3 of dreams where they showed off uh, Shenmue 3, which ended up being absolutely terrible. Uh, the Last <laughs> Guardian, which people liked but didn't love, essentially, and Final Fantasy VII Remake, which just came out this year, so five years later, and people did end up liking that game, but their, their E3, the one that set expectations that got people hyped was 2016, when they showed off God of War and Spider-Man and Days Gone and Detroit Become Human and, you know, all that stuff. Um, and Splatman says, thought this July show was meant to be a mic drop moment. As long as they announce Fable and show plenty of gameplay on other games, I'll be happy. I mean, people use a lot of hyperbole when describing stuff like insiders or rumors, like mic drop. I think the mic drop stuff was from that one guy that said Lockhart would be 199, which I never believed. Like 199, there's no way. There's no way that system is 199. You know? No, I don't think that's 199. That is kind of that would be a mic drop. That'd, moment. Be, that'd be some kind of that'd be some kind of magic. You know, what like would be they, a mic they drop conjured, moment. They conjured the parts. They conjured the parts with alchemy. That's how they get it to, down to that. Point. You know what would be a mic drop moment? Xbox coming out there and being like, Xbox Live Gold is gone, baby. Multiplayer is free. Or you know what? Mic drop moment would be Cyberpunk 2077, day one Game Pass. So when you buy Series X, cool. you have Halo Infinite and Cyberpunk waiting for you the moment you plug your system in. Those would be That'd a mic drop moment. Crazy. That would be a like, mic drop moment. I, I like. Like the idea, the idea of Cyberpunk being day one in Game Pass is like would be so massive because that's like CD Projekt Red basically saying we we like we have so much faith in Game Pass that we're gonna risk risk our sell through by putting it into Game Pass. That's like or Microsoft would have spent loads of money on it or something. That'd be huge, mm. but. Um, they've got the data that says that Game Pass helps the sale of games through virality. So, yeah. So uh, here's the thing: I think that is the next thing they need to tackle with Game Pass. They need to see what the data would show of getting a big AAA third-party game that is really hyped by people into the service. Doesn't matter how much it would cost, and let's be honest here: 
Anybody that would do that, CD Projekt Red, Capcom, Ubisoft or whatever, would want the truckload of money. Mm, yeah. But in my opinion, you need to see if it's worth it. Cyberpunk is essentially, outside of Last of Us 2, the most anticipated game that's going to come out. And if you were to somehow do that, do that and get that game day one in the Game Pass... You could you could blow up the whole service. Like people would could subscribe out the wazoo to play that. Maybe it's the platform where people actually then decide to play uh, Cyberpunk because of it, and and Series X and Lockhart really kind of uh, swell, and and people kind of gen- move towards that that uh, you know the, the platform, and then this, oh. just to get that data on number one. Is it worth it to go after these big titles day one? And number two, how much is it going to cost? Is it worth whatever we paid for it? Is it worth the just throwing a number out there? No idea how much you know CD Projekt Red. If if you're Microsoft and you go to you go to them and like we want it day one in Game Pass, and they'd be like, well, no, because we want to sell the copies. Fine, what's your number? Because there's always a number. But like, well, we oh, think we number. would we think we would sell 10 million copies on Xbox at full price. Okay, here's a check. For seven hundred million dollars, that you need to well, make, you need to make great, that, that deal. Great mathematics, right there, man. I'm just saying, like, here's a check for seven hundred million dollars. Granted, it's not my money, but if you want to make Game Pass the Netflix of gaming, you want to blow that subscription service up. You need to see if that type of game for that type of money is is worth it. Because if you never do it, you'll never know. That's I, true. you know, so. Eh, eh, I mean, that would be a mic drop moment. I mean, there's a lot of games that Microsoft could announce. Fable. I, I do wonder how mm. much, you know, the rumors about Fable. Well, then again, like, most people watching this probably aren't really up up to date on, like, rumors. So I think a Fable announcement would s- still be a surprise to a lot of people. You know, we assume that most yeah. people know about Fable, but it's, like, not really. Most people don't follow, you know, YouTubers that talk about Xbox or X- Xbox News really that closely and stuff like that. So, um yeah, that... yeah, like my um, my stepbrother really, really liked Fable as a kid, but he never like. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have heard of any of these rumors about it. But like, if he heard it was announced, he'd probably like be like, "Oh wow, I used to play that." So, yeah, that's interesting. But on your other mic drop moment that you mentioned, dropping that the fee for Xbox mm. Gold mm. Live, whatever. Um, that would be huge because I don't think Sony could put on to that very easily. Well, I don't think Sony would want to do anything again. Like, <clears throat> Sony makes a ton of money from PS Plus, and that's like integral to their business and their revenue streams moving forward. And you would think if Microsoft did do that, which I think they will at some point. I think they're. I think they do want to remove the paywall because it's gonna like, when, especially when XCloud comes out and it's like, hey, you can play multiplayer free streaming. You can play multiplayer free on the PC, but if you're on console, you got to pay for it. Sorry, it just it, the optics are going to look worse and worse. Like yeah, there is a it's, little it's not making sense. There, there is a like even right now, Sea of Thieves doing huge on Steam. None of those guys have to pay for Xbox Live Gold for multiplayer to play that game. Why do Xbox console users? It it it, it doesn't look good, and I understand why you did it before. And even when I talk to people at Xbox about it, they're always like, "Well, Xbox Live Gold subsidizes the console. It helps us being able to sell the console at the price it is." And I'm just like, 
Okay, sure. We, uh, m- maybe it does. I don't know the you know the business model behind it, but like, I don't know. Like you're putting all your stuff on PC, which I'm fine. F- like I don't care. You put all your stuff on PC day one, but it definitely seems like man, you're. It's like so they don't got to pay for gold, and then you want to do crossplay, forcing Xbox users to play with people with some would argue a superior input method or a better input method, and then the people on Xbox then have to pay to access to play yeah. that game. It's like I think like back back in the day before Microsoft had like before cloud was integral to all of Microsoft's business. It was kind of like the the gold the Xbox Live Gold was like this really necessary thing to have the dedicated servers to run all the the updates and stuff like that because we take it for granted now. But the, like back in the day, Microsoft used to charge thousands of dollars just to drop an update on your game. Well, like on the 360 era, a lot of games just didn't get updated because it was too expensive, you know, for for some of the smaller publishers. Um, but like, but that was that was just a case of the way. You know, they didn't have this massive cloud infrastructure back then, so that they, they had to subsidize it. But now, now they've got like a bajillion, million, trillion servers all over the place. It's starting to become redundant. You know, mm. like the 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 businesses are paying for Azure now, not Xbox Live Gold subscribers. You got businesses paying tons of money for like all these cloud services and cloud systems on Azure. You don't really need that Xbox Live Gold to subsidize that cloud anymore. So it's kind of, the landscape's completely changed. And it's like you say, like if they're all about access and you know their key performance indicator is engagement, dropping that paywall is gonna be like a big catalyst because not only does it let more people flood into your network, especially on streaming services and PC. And, uh, you know, it also gives you a very powerful differentiator from Sony where it's kind of like, well, well, Sony, you have to pay, you have to pay to play online with Sony and you don't have to pay to play online with Xbox. So, you know, that would be huge if they did that for me. What's interesting is that, um, the thing we were talking about with cyberpunk, uh, Jeffrey Grubb just put out an article. CD Projekt oh. Red has no Game Pass plans for Cyberpunk 2077. Um, he says here, Cyberpunk 2077 is one of the biggest games coming this year for consoles and PC, but one platform it's not headed to anytime soon is Microsoft's Game Pass. That's according to developer CD Projekt Red lead PR boss Radek Grabkowski. During conversation on Twitter, I use Cyberpunk 2077 as an example of a big name, big name game that Microsoft could potentially try to get on Game Pass soon after release. That prompted a reply from Grabowski. Quote, You have to pick another example, Jeff reads his message. No Game Pass plans for Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, oh, well. So no plans for for that. Although, would he know the true plans of Cyberpunk 2077? You know? Radek, he would know. He probably would know. Or maybe they don't want to ruin the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah maybe i, I don't, don't know. know either way i mean that's, that's, it's just that's a, the thing like, it was a pipe dream anyways regardless I wouldn't, um that's the thing it's kind of like that's the thing that would if it leaked that's the kind of thing that would affect the, the pre-order sales of your game right yeah it definitely would everyone's like everyone would be like oh well i'm not going to pre-order it then i'll just wait for it to come on game pass so 
that's the kind of thing you really don't want to leak. But I don't know. Yeah, 100%. I just wanted to mention that because I saw it. Uh, shout out to Freddy Chavez Tellez. He says, I will not lower my expectations. Xbox has to blow my mind with Series X with the $400 price tag. Uh, well, I don't think you'll get a $400 price tag for Series X, so prepare to be disappointed on that one, buddy. Um, and JD Gamer says, People get caught up on exclusives. It's become a meme, and they forget that a platform holder's main job since they've begun has been to curate games under the platform, and that's where we failed. But Xbox 361 and where Xbox Series X will too. And uh, vSim says the promotion of upgrading Xbox Live Gold at Game Pass Ultimate, I think, points to their future plans. So thank you guys for all the support. Um, means a lot to us. Um, so yeah, I guess if you want to stay on to Mike, Tr- this and this won't happen. This one, because I, I see people already kind of putting their conspiracy hats on, like Jazz. Okay, so. Um, Microsoft's events on July 23rd, um, Warner Brothers had, uh, AT&T has an investor meeting on, uh, July 23rd, but later in the day, uh, and Peter Wise works at Xbox now, but he was the head of like, uh, Warner Brothers games for 10 years. And, um, uh, you know, they point to all these scenarios where Xbox is going to announce the acquisition of Warner Brothers games, um, which... Information had come out like a couple weeks ago that AT&T was looking to sell their position in Warner Brother Games, get out from the $154 million of debt that they're in, sell the division for $4 billion. And the three names that were interested were EA Activision and Take-Two. And everybody was like, really? Those three for my Batman games? Like, come on. And people were like, no, right? And then it came out earlier this week from a site called The Information, and everybody in the industry started talking about it, that Microsoft was suddenly interested in Warner Brothers games. And the question is, some people will say that that's just Warner Brothers saying that and leaking information to drive the price up, because if Microsoft is interested in it, and they certainly have the money to do it, that might might make EA, Take-Two, and Activision kind of maybe jumpstart their their bidding process if someone else bigger than them is interested maybe xbox really is interested in warner brothers games what's your what's your thoughts on all this stuff jez well it's kind of interesting that this information came from the information the information yes because like it's not really known for game leaks and stuff like that um i think it was jeff grubb and i'm not sure if he was joking but he said like he wouldn't be surprised if uh they'd seeded these rumors to manipulate the price or whatever personally i don't think microsoft will buy i don't think microsoft will buy the package of studios because the only studio that really makes sense for me out of all of those uh in terms of game pass hey, Jazz? is yeah uh i got to i got to go somewhere for like a couple minutes so just take some questions and i'll be and i'll oh. and i'll be right back all right ran's going to bathroom <laughs> no, no, no. Someone's at the door and I gotta go answer it. Yeah. So, thing is at some door. <laughs> Dudes, let's have some questions then while we wait for Mr. Rand. And the chat is currently catching up, so I am slightly lagged behind. But anyway, I'll finish what I was saying anyway before. I don't think Warner Brothers is worth it, like what they're asking. Like the some of the price they've some of the prices they talked about are like four billion. And the only studio that really makes sense for me there is Nether Realm and Mortal Kombat. 
and because that's the game that's like really service driven and stuff like that like rocksteady and monolith no doubt are incredibly talented studios but they also take a really long time to make games and that isn't what microsoft wants right now they kind of want games that they can pump out faster which is why the rumors about microsoft being acquired by uh, microsoft acquiring bloober team that makes a lot more sense for me because bloober team make games fast with like less resources so yeah i don't see the warner Bros. thing happening personally but who knows who knows microsoft might have a plan for it that might think like we can integrate them here we can integrate them there but i don't think they'll pay for warner brothers i think they're like they'll probably think there's better ways to spend that money. So uh, let's look at some of these questions. Jesse takes the stage. Yes, I do. When are we going to see Forza Horizon 5? I don't think you're going to see it this year. I think uh, this will be all about, this year will be all about motorsport and then maybe Forza Horizon next year. Uh, Jez, do you think Microsoft would ever buy Rockstar Games? Uh, No, because they're owned by Take-Two Interactive. So they'd have to buy Take-Two which is worth a lot of money. Um, I can't see that happening. But who knows? Who knows? You just never know. Microsoft, like, they have deep pockets. And maybe one day Microsoft will just be like, you know what? Screw it. 10 cents up in the stakes. The only way we can take on 10 cents is if we really go for it, you know? So uh, that's the issue with 10 cents. 10 cents is a wild card because they've got, like, infinite Chinese tech, tech giant money. And um, Microsoft's got infinite, you know, Windows Azure money. So it's really like the Battle of the Titans here. It's about how much money Microsoft really wants to sink into it, I guess. Um, uh, Jez, were you surprised when the announcement came out about Tencent buying Leiu? Nope, not at all. Tencent's trying to buy everything. Um, you know, I, someone in the industry described Tencent 2021 as being the rise of Tencent. Apparently, Tencent, they're doing a stream service. They're going to be making a console, you know, all this sort of stuff. Tencent's, like, going to be serious competition for Sony and Microsoft in 2021. It's a bit spooky. bit spooky indeed. Uh, Jez, when will Rand play Pokemon with you? I don't know. Rand just doesn't like Pokemon. He's kind of mean like that. Uh, Jez, do you think Microsoft would buy a Japanese studio? I do think they would buy a Japanese studio, but it kind of has to, like, be the right game and the right you know scenario a lot of things would have to line up for microsoft to do that i think you know just imagining um it's easy for them to buy uk us studios because you know the the culture lines and and all that sort of stuff you know and they've already got like so <clears throat> they've already got infrastructure there it's uh it's can't buy studios is complicated Will Xbox have a Batman exclusive PS4 has Spider-Man? Will it happen? I don't think it'll happen. I don't think it will happen. Personally. Jez, do you think we'll see Cuphead DLC on the 23rd? Mm, it's possible. That that Cuphead thing's been delayed for like forever. But at the same time, I think maybe they were maybe focusing on the Netflix series. Because remember, it's only two dudes. So, um, oh well, a very small amount of people working on Cuphead. It's hard to say. Jez, what about a Miss Walker acquisition for the supposed game, Japanese game studio? Get them back making solid JRPGs. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Um, I don't know if Microsoft thinks there's a big appetite for those kind of games on Xbox, sadly. 
Like it, it frustrates me, it really does, because I love classic JRPGs. I love those turn-based JRPGs. And I think they would be perfect for xCloud as well because, you know, it, it's latency agnostic. It doesn't matter if it's a, a turn-based game because it's... Um, <clears throat> yeah. And uh, Mike with the Super Chat says, shouldn't Microsoft buy Warner Brothers because of Tencent? I, I don't think they should buy them just to stop Tencent getting them. If Tencent like just wants to buy random studios, then that's that's their prerogative. Microsoft wants to buy studios that make sense for Game Pass and make sense for rolling content. And like if you're buying like Rocksteady, you take like years to make a game. If you're buying like Monolith, which also take years to make a game, that's not really a great proposition for Game Pass where you need games like frequently, you know. Um but I don't know. Maybe they do have like games i mean when when you when microsoft buys a studio they kind of like the studio would pitch like these are the games that we've got in development and if they've got like a cool concept then maybe microsoft will buy them but i have no idea what games they would have in development to try and sell themselves jess is there any ground to the rebranding of the initiative i have no idea like this rumor came about because the initiative deleted some text from its twitter accounts and stuff like that um possible like it's possible they could rebrand and they could rebrand based on like what IP they're going to focus on or something like that. Like three, four, three is based on halo and the coalition's based on gears. Like it's totally possible. The initiative could rebrand. Like I never thought the, the initiative was a very strong name for a studio. So maybe they just came up with something better. I don't know. Um, hi, Jez. Could Tencent really compete with so much censorship in China? Well, that's the thing that like the the Western versions of those games aren't going to be censored. Like League of Legends is owned by Tencent, and League of Legends isn't censored in the West. Um, you know, there's there's Tencent US, and they're not going to censor their games for Western audiences potentially. But you have to wonder, like, because Tencent is a Chinese company, and the government there are dictators and evil. You know. <laughs> basically um you have to wonder how much of that would trickle through to their games you know like that that's a genuine concern i think i don't think that's a paranoid thing to i don't think that's a paranoid thing you know if you when you read about what the chinese government's doing to its people in china um it's kind of spooky to think that such a massive tech company out of china is getting so involved in western culture cultural properties you know like what what what's that propaganda gonna look like? You know. So it is what it is. Tencent is growing massive and it's kind of spooky. Logic Gaming says, Who is Tencent? By the way, never heard of them. That's the thing about Tencent. That's another thing that bothers me about Tencent is the way that they're just working in the background. Nobody really knows who they are. But Tencent owns a lot of stuff. Like Tencent own all the Riot games. So they own League of Legends. League of Legends is the biggest esport in the world. Tencent own WeChat and uh, a bunch of social networks, which are, you know, rival Facebook in size, you know, and um, you don't, you don't know, you don't hear about any of this stuff, you know, you don't, you just don't hear about it. So uh, yeah, uh, Microsoft should just buy Sony. I mean, sorry about yeah, that. I'm back, Jess. Sorry about that. Oh, nice. I, you didn't freak out, did you? No, I was all right actually, because I good. That's pretty chill. No, the audience have been very kind to me. Without without you, thanks thanks audience. Yes, <laughs> I was talking about talking <laughs> about Tencent being evil. 
Oh yes, you you, you guys, you would. Un- he talks about those all the times in the DMs. Just every day he'll be like, he'll he'll just DM me like, Tencent's gonna take over everything. They're 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 gonna run the video game world. Like, and I'm just like, right, okay, 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 yeah, I get it, I get it, Tencent, I get it. <laughs> he just really doesn't like Tencent, and um, what's the they other just, ones you, you don't know, like? You know what it is that bothers me about Tencent? What? So why do they operate in the shadows? Like they they don't put their name. Tencent doesn't put its name on any of their games. Mm. It's like it's like they don't want to be seen. And it's like, well, why not? What have you got to hide? You know, it's like it's like they know they're they're bad. I don't trust them, Rand. I don't trust, I don't them. trust them. Yeah. Let's see. I see we got a super chat from D Batch. Uh, he says, Rand, Jez, do you think the Sony deal, uh, Sony Epic deal, will land PlayStation games exclusively on the Epic Store? Glad you're feeling better, Jez. Have a cold one on me. I don't know if you read that one already. But uh, I think I think Jez says he doesn't think so. But then part of me thinks like, well, Sony's investing in Epic. Uh, they would want want obviously Epic to grow, but at the same time, putting like Horizon or any of their other games exclusively on the Epic Store is kind of counterintuitive to what they want, where they just want to sell the games as to as many people as possible on PC. I guess we'll have to wait and see whatever they do announce with <coughs> Jez's cough earlier and see where that game comes to, right? Yep, I um, think like I think like what's because Epic Game Store has like all these social systems, right? Maybe they could just do like deeper integration with the Epic Game Store. So if you buy the Epic Games version of of God of War, for example, let's just let's just imagine God of War's coming to PC. Let's just imagine that's a, something that might happen. Okay. You know, okay. Might get announced in the next few months. Who knows? Um. Maybe like the God of War version on Epic Game Store. Maybe that has like PlayStation Network trophies or something, you know, and it boosts your PlayStation Network score. Like that'd be that'd be a cool thing for Sony to experiment with, is getting like PlayStation Network features on PC, which is what they pretty much don't have right now. But like I can't see them not putting not putting it on Steam. Like this whole this whole year has been about publishers realizing that Steam is God. You know, like even EA has ditched their own store and gone back to Steam. Bethesda's gone back to Steam. Ubisoft's gone back to Steam. Xbox like, Game Studios seen a lot of success on Steam. Yeah, like, like, why, why would you just not? Why would you ignore Steam? It's just a massive platform. It's in like a bajillion markets. If you want to sell a game, you sell it through Steam. That's how you do it. That's how it's done. So if Sony doesn't want to put God of War theoretically onto steam that just seems like a waste of resources of pouring it to pc in the first place yeah uh mike says should microsoft buy wb because of 10 cent uh we'll continue that conversation um I did answer that oh you question. did answer uh, same 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 one here with jazz are there xbox secrets that you know and can't say well they wouldn't be secrets if jazz uh, told them right told people about them I, there's there's nothing i can't say but there are things that i won't say because i don't want to spoil the show yeah uh, Mike says, Rand, did you wash your hands? Uh, I was outside and answering the door. I didn't go to the bathroom. Elemento <laughs> uh, Pito says, Jazz, Microsoft has already invested in development tools like Havoc. Should they try to compete in game engine space? Would it benefit Microsoft to invest in CryEngine? That's no. interesting. Probably Cry not, Engine though. is bad. Yes. CryEngine is bad. We don't invest in CryEngine. But I would, I would think it would be cool if they invested in Unity. Mm. Um, I... Uh, I think like Unity would complete GameStack because GameStack is like this whole set of tools 
developers can use to build games. And the one, the one thing that's missing from that is an engine. Why not stick Unity in there? You know, Unity is like a pretty cool engine. Like, there's not many big AAA games made on Unity. But, you know, for games like, um, you know, wasn't Ori made in Unity? Ori is a Unity game. Yep, yep, hundred yeah, percent. Ori's made. Ori's Unity and the Long Dark's Unity and and stuff like that. It's a cool. It's a cool engine and it's cross-platform, which is exactly what Microsoft wants. So, um, yeah, I think I think they should invest in an engine, but. Um, you know, it's about whether Unity wants to sell. Maybe Unity is like, you know what? We don't need to sell. We'll just, you know, be our own company. Yeah. Every company sells eventually, you know. Eventually. Because, like, the, the owners get old or they get bored and they're just like, They want you know that what? payday and they don't want to have to worry about it anymore. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to sell my company and play World of Warcraft in my boxes. That's what you would do. That's what I would do. That, man. That's I would, would exit. Do. I would exit so hard and yep. so fast. <laughs> you would take your like, Windows Central millions and go just play World of Warcraft. I would. I just. I just chill in my underwear, eating pizza, playing World of Warcraft. Like I. I would sell out. Sell out so fast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ludo San says, "Guys, what do you think about the Series S using APUs that are for Series X but can't use it because too many CUs don't work? Those would normally go in the trash, but they use it to bring costs down." Now, that would be a question for like D-Batch or Dealer who know more about the tech stuff. But uh, is that something that they're that essentially going on there, Jazz? Like using, I have no idea. using yeah. So I I don't know. That, That's beyond. The I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not I'm not the type of person that. Uh, no, I'm sorry about that. That would answer that tech question. But uh, since I had to go because of the WB thing, um, I'm sure Jazz already said what he wanted to say. Uh, to me, I made a video about it. Like. Opportunity like this doesn't come around very often. You don't see publishers trying to sell. And Warner Brothers, the thing for me with 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 them is they got some world-class talent. Rocksteady, regardless of whether it's Batman or whatever, they are a world-class, master-class developer. NetherRealm is one of the best fighting game developers out there. You have two of the best developers in the world at what they do in those studios. You have Monolith, who makes really good Shadow of War games, made the Fear games, made... Condemned Criminal Origins. You have, you know, um, a developer in Avalanche who they're working on the Harry Potter RPG, but they did kind of kids' games with cars. You have Traveler's Tales who makes the very competent uh, Lego games every single year. And then you have some of the Warner Brothers support studios and stuff. Deals like this don't pop up very often for obvious reasons. And, you know, one would think, like, oh, man, like, if Microsoft could pull that off getting Batman... You know, if obviously if you you made a deal to get the licenses. Now, to me, if Microsoft spent the four billion to get that stuff, they also continue to make Batman. I would imagine they would keep Batman multi-platform in the same way they took they kept Minecraft multi-platform. Uh, you spend that type of money, I don't necessarily think you kind of keep it exclusive. And who knows, the license may even demand that it be multi-platform, right, Jez? Um. But the thing about it is, it's all at the end. Even though I, th- I think they're worth it. I think anybody will say the talent there is worth worth it. But the question always comes down to cost, as everything is in life. Is and it worth about, $4 billion? Dollars? The is, like, and, yeah, and the thing about the talent is, Microsoft could just, just hire them. They don't have to... They don't have to buy them. They could just poach yeah, them. Yeah, but some of the... Yeah. T- but some of the... There's, that is true, but a lot of the cachet is in the name. Rocksteady. Nether realm, not Joe Blow from Rocksteady. 
you know, not Joe Blow from Nether Realm. You know, well, maybe that could just rename themselves to, I don't know, Stone Ready or something. <laughs> I mean, there's... I don't know. It's 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 complicated because I don't think I don't think you buy Rocksteady and Monolith without a definitive plan for what they'll be doing straight away. Sure, you know, and yeah. if and if like if if the only game Rocksteady is working on is a licensed game for Batman. And the only game Monolith's working on is maybe like a, a Lord of the Rings thing or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what they're working on right now. But you know, Avalanche makes licensed games too, like the Harry Potter game and Mad Max. And it's kind of like if you're losing all of those licenses, because obviously, I don't necessarily know if buying those studios comes with the rights to exclusive rights to make games based on those ips i would guess it doesn't you know like all you really buy in there is the talent and the studios and the infrastructure and then you would need to very rapidly pivot them away from their licensed games uh, or like let them finish them and then you know basically sell a playstation game which microsoft is totally happy to do because they sell minecraft dungeons on on uh playstation for example but I don't know, man. That 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 is logistically complicated. Very. I wouldn't want to be the team of people trying to work out if that's worth it. Well, because it's like Warner Brothers has their own publishing arm. Xbox wouldn't need that. They have their own marketing arm. Xbox wouldn't need that. So you're already like, all right, you, you guys are all lost your job. You're talking about a bunch of studios that have a whole bunch of employees you need to integrate. There's a lot of work that would... And I know a lot of people... like It's nice to you know like dream. And this would be... Oh, man, imagine if Xbox added those developers to this day. Like, that would complete Xbox. You'd be like, all right... You're set. You don't really need to make any more acquisitions. You have everything you need to become the Netflix of gaming. Quality high, you know, AAA games coming. You know, you have mm. some smaller games interspersed here and there uh, to give the bigger games a little bit more breathing room to kind of, you know, build and stuff like that. Like, you would be set. Uh, but like you said, it's like... It, it makes way more sense for Microsoft to buy independent studios that can be integrated quickly and easily that that you don't have to fire people from because they don't really have marketing departments or they can be integrated easily. They don't have publishing well, arms and all that sort of stuff. Like studios like IO Interactive. So and, let um, me ask you this though, Jess. What if Tencent suddenly starts sniffing around WB games? Tencent will, Tencent will buy them, but then they'll have to deal with like two years of trying to integrate them. And, you know, that gives Microsoft more time to get further ahead with Xbox Game Pass and stuff like that. I don't know. You know who's very interesting that's not tied to these things is someone like Google. You would think Google wouldn't want a stable of developers to work for them and getting like, and you don't hear any, like, they're not tied to that or Amazon. Like, you even hear about, I, I saw some article today about like even Amazon's next game has been delayed because of how badly this Crucible game came out and did. It's like, why isn't Amazon. Like they they need internal developers, and this would give you a lot of them, really good ones. Maybe even IP you would need to get people to choose Amazon or Google, but you hear nothing. Well, this is this is one thing that people at Xbox have always said to me, like because I I used to fret about Google about a year ago, and I used to fret about Amazon because you know I remember I remember very vividly the way Google killed Windows Phone by refusing to support it. 
And, you know, I was thinking about like, oh my God, Google's going to money hat all these games. They're going to buy these studios. But Google's been very, very quiet and slow and kind of unimpressive, honestly. And the thing is like, people at Xbox are always saying to me like, gaming is hard. It's not, it's not like you can just wait. You, you can't just wait in with a load of money and suddenly have, you know, success overnight. That's what Amazon is discovering very, very hard right now with its, with its Overwatch clone that failed. And it's going to discover it very hard as well with its, you know, New World MMO, which looks, doesn't look good. It, like, it honestly does not look good. You know, I, I'm like someone who's, you know, a World of Warcraft veteran. And I've seen so many games come up against WoW in the last 15 years and just fail because they just don't understand the fundamental reasons why WoW is successful and other MMOs aren't. It's like, I don't know. It's just shocking to me how they how they can like just think they can come in with all this money and just win. But they're discovering very quickly that they can't. And Google have like... There, there were rumors that Google's parent company have told them to not spend as much money on Stadia as well because mm. they're not convinced that it's like worth the time and effort. So like basically they're they're doing a mixer with Stadia right now, seeing oh, no. if they can make it. Yeah, exactly. Seeing if they can make it work with like with what minimal. They have. Yeah. That's yeah. it's not going to work if that's the case. You might as well just count them out. Uh, you know. Yeah. Exactly. So um, yeah, you like you have to be like super serious about it and super aggressive. And Google and Amazon just ain't being that right now. I would the I, only the only companies that are being that right now are like Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Tencent. Those are the only companies that are being aggressive with it right now. So while I would love for Xbox to buy Warner Brothers games because I'm a huge fan of Rocksteady and NetherRealm and Monolith, and even I would love for, for them to do it without the IPs. I just and I think unless like Tencent or Sony really came looking or Google, uh, I don't think Microsoft will pursue it. They're interested in it from everything I've heard. They're interested in it, maybe even a little bit serious about it. But if if it came if push came to su- shove and I had if you were you know holding the gun to my head and said, "All right, your life depends on this. Does Microsoft buy Warner Brothers or not?" I would have to say no. I don't think they yeah, do. I, not I not that, for yeah. that price. Not for that price. Maybe if it came down a little bit. Um, and even still, if it does, it's like, man, that's a lot of people to get integrated. Um, there might be other opportunities out there. Because when you think about it, man, like $4 billion, like, like what what else could you get for that money? Could you invest it in the Game Pass and, and get more games in there? Like, what would be the better thing? It, and I know and some people will be I like, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth it. Well, I mean, if it was me, I'd do it, but I don't run the company and you know, like I would do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, it would, it'd be interesting to see the reactions like on Twitter and on social media, if that would actually happen. But I, I don't think it will. I, I think somebody will buy them eventually. And I think it would be somebody who would one of the, one of the, like just says 10 cent, but probably someone like Activision who has the money who would keep it multi-platform, get the licenses, and just keep everything running the way it's kind of been. I think that's essentially what's yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, like this sort of merger sort of thing. I don't I don't see Microsoft buying them. I think Microsoft like they prefer to buy 
smaller talented studios like i can totally see them buying blueber team mm -hmm. i could so i could totally see them buying io interactive i could totally see them buying like i don't know techland studio. maybe yeah tech techland maybe i could even see them buying hello games and stuff like that um but i really just can't see this warner brothers thing being a thing because of the amount of licensing that is involved and all that sort of stuff Man. i don't know I don't know. Uh, Speedy Springtrap says, if Fable were to be announced in the July event, could that give Microsoft a push to put Fable 2 and 3 on Steam? Um, hmm. Maybe, potentially. I don't know. Um, I think Fable yeah, would be... Would, think, yeah. Maybe maybe it would. Um, let's see. Uh, the rumor, uh, Jez, from the other Xbox game showcase was that uh, Initiative's game is being held back. And it's being held back potentially to show off in August to counteract any Sony announcement in August. The idea being that mm -hmm. Sony held games back from their June show because they knew Microsoft was going to have something. So they wanted they, to they wanted to have something that they could do after Xbox so they could have the final word. And rumors are pointing to an early state of play in August where Sony might reveal new games, maybe give the pricing of the system. And the idea is that... like well, I, know, I know this, that Sony's going to announce major third-party money-hatted games major third-party money hat games is my prediction of final fantasy 16 being exclusive to playstation 5 <laughs> gonna end up being true probably maybe square enix <laughs> square enix is kind of uh you know they're uh they're they're gonna ride with sony in the beginning of this gen they're gonna take their money uh yep but yeah i think sony has some bigger announcements and xbox is thinking well we also, too, want to be able to have some announcements, and Lockhart is a hardware thing, so the current line of thinking is, like, Sony comes out early August, shows what they show, and if they, if it is impressive, if it gets people talking, then Microsoft kind of puts together the thing with Lockhart, some other games, uh, give the price, but also, at the same time, you give the price, be like, here's what the initiative is working on, show the trailer for Perfect Dark. And boom, you have the last word, you have the price, you have a new game announcement to counteract what Sony does, and then you kind of move into the launch of the consoles. And if it doesn't happen, they can always hold the game and show it off at the VGAs. They could show it off at XO 2020 if they're doing one. Uh, the question, though, Jez, I think a lot of people have here is, should Xbox be holding anything back from this July show? I think like it makes sense if Sony are going to you know, try and have a final word thing. If my, and then my, the day the day after Microsoft's like, oh by the way, here's this quadruple A game from our Santa Monica studio. I just do it. Why not? You know. Yeah, it's everything to play for. And if Microsoft can just like be, if Microsoft can just slip in and be petty and have the final word, like just do it. Why not? Well, I I expect uh, PlayStation to be petty. I expect them to come out and uh, maybe have a PlayStation announcements right before the Xbox event. Whether the week before or that during that week, can you see that happening? I wouldn't be surprised. Sony loves doing I, that stuff. I do. I could, I could easily see that stuff. Shout out to the friendly neighborhood blue shell Activision. After what happened with Bungie and EA, honestly, buying Warner Brothers games just for the Game Pass Day ones and exclusive loan seems worth it. But who knows? And Andrew Gud says, "You think Sony will buy Warner Brothers since they aren't getting Layu Technologies? Maybe Sony backed out to do the Warner Brothers news since." That may have been uh, true a few months ago when Sony's rumored to buy Layu. So that's the other thing we're going to talk about. Like Sony, uh, 
was rumored to be bidding on Leiu, who are the parent company owners of Digital Extremes who make Warframe and a few other studios. But it came out that Tencent and Leiu have entered into, what, a three-month exclusive de- contract where they can only uh, negotiate with Tencent. So it sounds like Tencent will be the one to pick yeah. up Leiu. Uh, yep. So do you think Sony, if they miss out on this, which was apparently more Sony wanted them and not necessarily PlayStation, do you think then they go and be like, okay, let's go chase after Warner Brothers or they go look at other opportunities? What do you think? I think it's possible, but I, I think Sony would end up in the same logistical problems we talked about with Microsoft. The, the Tencent won't lay you because of Warframe. You know, it's Warframe's another one of those free-to-play games that they love so much. Tencent loves free-to-play games. They love them. Like Path of Exile, League of Legends, all that sort of stuff. Valorant, I guess. So, Warframe is like perfectly within their purview. Mm. Um, they weren't, they weren't going to let that slip. They, they just weren't going to let it slip. But like, for Warner Brothers, it's a bit different because again, it's like, what, what do they actually have if you don't get those IPs? It's not like Warner Brothers is going to sell Batman itself. You know, it's complicated. It's hard. It's just they'd be like if if Microsoft bought them or whoever bought them, they'd have to be so much like minutia that had to be like sorted out, and so mm. much like so much stuff they'd have to explain to investors. Like, does this mean Batman's exclusive for Xbox now? And it's like, well, no, probably not. And it's like all this sort of stuff. You know, Batman isn't exactly an ongoing game that has engagement and stuff like that. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Um, the other bit of news uh, was that uh, PlayStation have revealed the new game cases. Uh, it's uh, white on. It's, it's it's white on blue, I believe. Um, I didn't really care for the look. I thought white on black would have looked better. Um, but then again, I'm a digital only gamer, so like the game cases don't matter. But one of the things that's interesting about the game case that it no longer has the only on PlayStation branding in the top right corner. Mm. So people have been wondering, what does that mean? And they've even asked like James Stevenson, who is a PR dude over at uh, Insomniac, and he keeps on linking back to the website where you know it says only on PlayStation and the game's coming for it. But here's the thing. So when Sony started up the PS4 generation, they never thought they would go to PC, right? So they put all these games and all these nomenclature on there only on PlayStation because at, at the time it was true. At the time when Horizon Zero Dawn was in development and came out in 2017, Sony wasn't going to put their games on PC. But of course, plans and strategies always change, right? So now you know there's different leadership at PlayStation. The market has kind of shifted a little bit an ideology playstation is kind of moving along with it a little bit a little bit slower than xbox is in that regard so you don't put it on the box anymore because once it's on the box it's on there forever and you can have it on the website because all you got to do is just remove the game from the website where it says only on playstation and you're done does that mean spider-man miles morales will be on pc no not necessarily maybe one day it would be three years down the road but it doesn't necessarily mean that. But it does mean Sony... Look, we've said it before in this podcast. Sony's goal is to eventually put all their games on PC. Now, they're not going to do it day one. It'll be all down the road. 
But you can't really put only on PlayStation on your thing when you have plans of putting those games on other platforms. I mean, that's why they created the PlayStation Studios logo, which literally said, hey, this is what's going to show up when we have other games on other platforms. And MLB shows coming to Xbox next year, as well as the Nintendo Switch. You have Horizon on Steam. You know, Jez's Cough coming soon to Steam. Many other games. It's just kind of the inevitability of it. So... It's, it, it's like you literally like in some country. I don't know what this, the case is in America, but in the UK, you, you couldn't say only on PlayStation legally and then put it on another platform. Like that's that's false advertising. You couldn't do it. Like if someone bought that game based on the fact it's exclusive and then it's not exclusive, they could like they could sue Sony, you know, um, yeah. potentially. So it's like that's where that comes from. Yeah, so it's just easier. It's just easier to remove it from the website than it is to remove it from the game case. So that is what it is. I mean, that's kind of the plan, at least as far as I know. Like, but you know, this this upcoming gen is gonna look a little bit different. Games will be everywhere. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. More people playing more games. Games, you know, the game creators making more money from from putting their games everywhere. So I think it's gonna be a great generation. Um, but that's probably where we're gonna end the show. We'll we'll open the we'll open it up for questions. So make sure you uh, if you got something you want to ask, make sure you put it into the chat. But we want to thank everybody who tuned in. We hit over fifteen hundred, which is like I think the high for the podcast. So thank you guys very much. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. The notification bell is right there too. If you always want to be notified when I drop new videos or when the podcast goes live, it'll do that for you. You can follow me and Jez on Twitter. All the infos on the screen. Um, you got anything to say, Jez? Before we answer these uh, questions, the beautiful people have. Nah, man, let's get into it. No, no, man. PUBG. I can't believe you thought PUBG was my game of the year. That <laughs> is. What a is joke. Game of the gen. We have someone who says you suck. Thank you. <laughs> yes, we do. We do suck. Thank you. Uh, I, I appreciate you being here, watching us suck. So. <laughs> What does what that what is what does that say about you? Uh, Grounded Gamer says Rand. What's up, Fonz? Hope you're having a great day, brother. He uh, I don't know if you saw his thumbnail yesterday in his video, but he he made a uh, Hulk Spencer or Phil Hulk. Hulk Spencer. He, he had a big that. yeah. He had, he put Phil's face on uh, the Hulk's body. So we got Hulk that Spencer. Was, I love the Phil memes. Yeah, I, uh, I love sending the Phil memes to Phil. Uh, <laughs> Ma- Master Chief. Says, do you think they reveal the release the release date for the Halo TV show at the twenty third event? No. Mm. no. At least I hope not. So no. Uh, Adam Koroski <laughs> says, when are you going to invite someone from RDX on your podcast? Well, the, we've talked about this before. The podcast is two person show. We don't really do guests here, but you know maybe we'll do you know Xbox two plus one. Even the gamer tag radio guys were like, how about we do a cross crossover Xbox two plus gamer tag radio where we have Danny and Paris on or. Maybe we could have, like, RDX invades Xbox 2 or something. You know what I mean? Mm. We'll, we'll talk. Like, like like uh, WWE, NWO. Yeah, WCW awesome. versus NWO and stuff like that. Or WWE, <laughs> like, RDX invades Xbox 2. Um, yeah, there, we'll, we'll definitely be doing stuff like that in the future for sure. Uh, Harvinder says, did Ninja Theory build the second, the, build the second support studio? Um... I don't know about that. Uh, did they build a second support studio, Jez? I have no idea. Um, 
I'd need to look into that. Sorry about mm. that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about that. Um, let's see here. Uh, Danaros says, "Hey, Jez, on a scale of one to ten, how hype are you for the July event?" Oh, he wants it on a scale now. It's not oh, just enough to know that you're hyped. He wants to know exactly how hyped are you? One to ten, Jez. One to mm. ten. Ben. 8.5 at this very moment. That point that point five is me leaving one foot in the door of not getting too hyped. Mm. Okay, okay, (laughs) fair enough. Mariana Pampa says if if it was up to you guys, how would you start an Xbox event? Thank you guys for the show and content. Stay filmic. Well to me look, here's what I think's gonna happen. They're gonna start the show with Halo. They're gonna set the tone. And they're going to end the show with Fable. That's how I think it's going to happen. But if I was in charge and I was putting this together and I wasn't holding anything back, I would start with Fable. I'd hit him with that right out of the gate. Fable's here. No more secrets. It's here. You get people excited about a brand new game. It's Fable. Boom. Done. You have Halo sometime in the middle. Type people up again. And then you end with Perfect Dark or whatever the initiative's game working on. Boom. That's what you do. Um... But that's probably that's not going to happen. How? But how would you? What would you start in the the event, Jez? If you were working, I'd start on the show with a twenty minute deep dive on Wasteland Three. Oh God! And then I'd end the show on a forty minute long deep dive on State of Decay Three. It'd be the worst show of all time. <laughs> it'd be the it'd be the worst show ever made. And I'd also have like a thirty minute segment about how. The human eye can't see for more than 24 frames a second. Calorick uh, so, says, you excited for Ghost of Tsushima at all? How do you expect this game to sh- score? I am excited for Ghost of Tsushima. My expectations are based on what Sony... Like, you can kind of get a sense of what Sony feels a game is going to score based on how early the embargo is for a game, right? Like, God of War's embargo was two weeks early. That game, like, got 94s, 95s. They were very confident in it. Last of Us 2, very confident in that game. Week before, 94s, 95s. Days Gone, the day of or the day before, 70s. You can tell how Sony is confident and how they think a game will rate based on how many days they give um, for the embargo. Now, as far as I know, the embargo for Ghost of Tsushima is, like, three days before it comes out. It's, um... It's Tuesday. The game comes out on Friday. So just based on how, you know, previous things with Sony and how they, you know, view games and and their embargo, that says to me that I think Sony's expecting the game to get mid to low 80s. Is I think that's what Sony's expecting. Um, But I don't know. I don't really know anything about the game. I haven't talked to anybody that's played it. So... Hopefully it's great. I mean, I have seen some things on Twitter where they're talking about how like it's got as good of writing and good side quests as like Witcher Three and stuff like that, which is high praise. Oh, wow. So that is, praise. that is high praise. So we'll have to we'll have to see on that. Uh, John Ricky says, "Do you think Obsidian will bring back that canceled game Stormlands? Uh, that was the mm-hmm. game that they were working on for the launch of Xbox One, where it was like an RPG with a thousand people or something, and then Microsoft canceled it." And then they had to go to Kickstarter to save Obsidian. And then they ended up back at Xbox. Uh, no, I don't think they will. Do you think they will, Jez? No, I don't think so. Uh, it's, really, it's funny how that worked out, isn't it? It is It is very funny. 
Uh, Elver Guns- Gun- Gusana says, Is Far Cry 6 coming out on Xbox One? Yes, it's Ubisoft game. It's cross-gen game. It's definitely coming out on Xbox One. Sammy Basila says, Any any rumors from Compulsion Games? Hear anything about Compulsion Games, Jez? I've... Well, actually, no. I'm not going to spoil it. Don't spoil it. Okay. Um, I'm not going to spoil it. I I don't spoil game stuff. But um, I will say you might see their game at the show, Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Blaze Optics says, Rand, do you think Techland will, will announce Dying Light 2 July 23rd? Well, I mean, the game's already announced. Could I see the game being there? Um, yeah, sure. I could see it being the game being there. Uh, there's there's rumors that it's in development trouble. Uh, it, it was supposed to launch this year, but it's starting to look like what, maybe what it won't. Uh, Dying Light 2. Oh, uh, yeah. that That's like... Man, it bugs me because Di- I saw Dying Light at like a show year ago or two years ago i can't even remember now and it looked really good so mm. i desperately want that game to come out I, w- I worry i worry about that game um jx da says do you think xbox could buy ea uh i mean xbox could microsoft could buy anybody uh will they uh the que- that's that's more the question no xbox is not going to buy ea <laughs> like I don't know, this whole publisher talk about, like, oh, Warner Brothers, and everyone's like, can Xbox... Like, yeah, Microsoft could buy whoever. Like, I think, what, they have, like, $180 billion on hand. They're valued at, like, a trillion dollars. They can buy whoever they want. Well, realistically. But they're not going to, because it wouldn't be smart money. It wouldn't be smart to buy EA. I don't think, for whatever... EA would be billions upon billions of dollars, even more than Warner Brothers games, right? What's What's EA valued at right now? Let me, let me let me look let me look let me look at what e, uh, electronic arts stock let's look what electronic arts is valued at right now in the stock market uh 40 billion dollars <laughs> is their market cap right now yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah nobody nah. you ain't buying that okay not so no um uh, let's see, uh, Brian wants to know, do you think there's any chance they'll debut XCOM 3 at the July event? Thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. Ooh. XCOM 3, Jez, what do you think? Didn't they just release a new XCOM game? Like, right they before Gears, a Gears standalone, It's a standalone DLC sort of little game. I would love it if they did, but I don't know. Maybe maybe the XCOM's further out. I think the fact that they released this sort of mini game sort of thing is was a way to maybe help cash flow the studio while they work on work on the main thing. Mm-hmm. I did think it was odd that they released like this mini XCOM in the middle. That was nothing to do with anything. Um I never actually played that either. But I don't know. I would love I would love that because I you know I'm a big XCOM fan. Love that franchise. It's one of my favorite franchises. So but uh, no nah, I don't think so. Brett wants to know do you think Halo 5 will get a PC release or a PC port on Master Chief Collection? Hundred percent yes. You think Halo Five will eventually come to PC? Uh, and there's no wiggle, there's no wiggle room on that one. You're 100 percent on that, huh? Yeah, I'm 100 percent on that. Okay, I mean it makes sense. Yeah. Um, Mike says, "What do you what do you think of Ten Cent's new studio? Well, they haven't officially bought them yet. Um, but I mean, hey, they they got their pies in a lot of stuff, and that's just kind of what Ten Cent does. So, did you say they've got their pies in a lot of stuff? Did I? I thought I said they they have their hands in a lot of pies. Did I say they have a? Did they have their pies in a lot of hands? Did 
Did, did yeah, I flip you, it? You said, you said you said that they've got a lot of pies and a lot of stuff. Mm. <laughs> oh, I must have said it wrong. Mike says Jez hot teddy, hot toddy for cough. Um, where's, where's hot toddy? I I don't know. Uh, America, let's see, we got uh, nine lives says. What do you guys think about the changes to Gears Five? I don't really know any. I don't really follow changes to the Gears multiplayer, so I don't know what the changes are. Do you, Jez? I actually haven't seen anything about that. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't care about gear. I know they're bringing Dom back for this Operation yeah. 4, but I don't know any changes to the multiplayer or anything. Yeah, I'd have to look into that. I haven't checked out. Sorry. Uh, Beat Sensei says, which would be a bigger mic moment, Halo Infinite Beta or free-to-play Halo multiplayer? Great show again, guys. What would be a bigger bro- uh, mic drop moment, Halo Infinite Beta that day or Halo's multiplayer being free-to-play? Mm, I think the thing about Halo being free to play is going to be controversial just because of what free to play is. I think a lot of core Halo fans would be like, oh, don't like that means it's going to be pay to win or something like that. Obviously, it won't be. But I think like saying it's free to play would make more questions than answers. So I think like maybe you announce that it's free to play as part of a dedicated event. That's what I would do personally, because mm-hmm. the people watching the show are going to be the Xbox hardcore. Yeah. So I would save that for a dedicated show. Maybe just talk about the beta this time. Kutro uh, Cinco says, could you see Microsoft coaxing Bioware from EA? Nah, I can't see well, that. Happen. No. I mean, I would like for it to happen to love Bioware, but no. I don't think EA is going to get... Uh, EA might kill them eventually. EA is really in love with Respawn right now, though, you know? Yeah, well, Respawn have delivered the goods. That and... is true. Respawn has delivered the goods, and Bioware has not. Uh, <laughs> Joe Cho says, is Microsoft discontinuing the Xbox Ones? I see a lot of that stuff on Twitter, Jez. Like, Xbox Ones, the One X is really hard to find. Uh, people... I don't, think, I don't think they're officially discontinuing them. What it is, is that They've sold out of the stock because everyone's stuck at home and they can't manufacture them fast enough to meet demand. Like Nintendo Switches are sold out as well. We talked about it earlier. All headsets are sold out, like gaming headsets. Like none of the companies can manufacture them fast enough to meet demand. So I don't think they're discontinued necessarily. I just think they're sold out and they're probably making more to restock now. But... um. I don't think they'll stop. I at least don't think they'll stop selling the S. They might stop selling the X. But I honestly don't know. Yeah. It's just my guess. Just our guess. Um, Mariana says, hey, any special edition Series X consoles on release? I can't see them releasing. Unless it's like all the first runs are like Scorpio editions like Xbox did with the One X. Where it's like Mm. some special Series X edition. Um, what if they did like a Halo? Well, that's the thing. It's like you would think they would want to do something special for Halo, but I can't. Do you see them doing a Series X, a regular one, and then one for Halo? Because I can't. Not everybody's going to play Halo number one, and not everybody wants like a special edition Halo console for their. So I can't imagine the only console being a Halo one. So it has to be multiple. But like, do you see them doing multiples right away? I don't know. It's like it's pretty. It, potentially pretty easy to make customs of that one because it's just a box yeah i guess that's like, true it almost, it almost feels like it was designed with that in mind so they probably they probably did really well selling some of the limited edition versions 
So, yeah. I don't know. It could go either way. Uh, Cinema Game says, question, if Microsoft buys Warner Brothers, where should they announce it? July or with the Series S? And by the by the way, we need more upvotes. Great show, guys. Thank you. Yeah, hit the like button, guys. Um, it, okay, theoretically, if Microsoft bought Warner Brother, it wouldn't be in time for this July show, and it wouldn't be in time for the announcement with Series S. Like, there's a lot of things to work out in an arrangement with this. It would take a long time. And who knows how long that would take. You know, I think people expecting I think people expecting an announcement at the this July show for them buying Warner Brothers, you're just setting yourself up for disappointment in that regard. You know? So yeah. if it does happen, it won't happen for a long time. There's a lot of things that you'd have to work out in a huge deal like that. This isn't like, hey, we're Bloober team and we want, you know, 30 million or whatever and you can kind of do that and sign the dots and get some things going and get them integrated like this is massive publisher with their own department you would have to figure out all like there's so much that would go with that that it wouldn't just be like hey we we need this we need this to be able to announce on july 23rd it just would it just it just isn't realistic um but thank you for the um thank you for the uh the question though and you know what? I think that's going to be the last one. We're going to get out of here. It's getting late for Jez. Uh, we'll be back next Friday, obviously, uh, the 17th, with another show talking more about Series X. That'll be the last one before the showcase. We'll give our predictions and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, if you're listening to this later, hope you enjoy the show on Google uh, you know, Google Play and iTunes and Spotify. Get, get us up those tech charts, as Jez says, right? <laughs> number 100 in, in the tech charts and all those places Hell so yeah. i hope you guys hope everyone has a great weekend um keep it gaming and um yeah jesse anything to say before we bounce no just thanks again for all the well wishes while i was sick everyone really appreciate it and uh have a great weekend we'll see you next week yeah uh, later guys have a good one see you next week and uh play some video games yeah <laughs>